What's up? What's up? Hey, everybody. Good evening, everyone. I see we have all of our usuals in the house, but I do see a new name out there, Ish. Mm-hmm. Miss Slaughter, Nadine Slaughter. Is that who you're speaking of? That is who I am speaking of. Well, welcome, Nadine. Slaughter. Yes, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 125 tonight, guys. We got a good one lined up for you, right, Miss KD? Oh, yeah. I am very excited for tonight. Hey, Brenda. Hey, Rhonda. Um, Diana, hello. Cynthia. Mm, Cynthia. All of you out there. Helen. And Helen and Janine. Yes, ladies, and ladies. It's ladies. And again, welcome, Miss Slaughter. Um, we have a great night tonight, Ish. I cannot wait to get into it. Oh, mm. so I know. Don't give anything away. Nope. But I just know, listen, I just know it's going to be some, some shit going on tonight. That's all I'm going to say. So make sure you guys stay locked in, stay tuned in, grab a glass of wine, a little drinky drink, whatever it is that you need. Some popcorn is definitely going to be a great show tonight, episode 125. Make sure to like and share the video, guys. And thank you to all of those who have already done so. But Miss KD, what I want to know is, do we got all members up in the comment section? Is, is, is everybody well, if we don't, I'm quite sure we will by the end of the night. Yes, Welcome yes. aboard, Jennifer. Stacy has joined us. Juanita. And um, I feel like all of them are members. Um, yes. Maybe Miss Slaughter, if you're not a member yet, let us please bring you up to date on being a member. You get all exclusive membership views. And depending on the tier that you choose, and you can ask any of us about it, you can also get some of the merch. Yes. We have some great merch. Yes, we do. You, you don't want yes. to miss that. We have wonderful yes. merch. Yes, um, yes, yes. Hello, boss man. What's up? What's up? T, what's so, going on? As each say, this is 125, and you know we're going to bring the shits to you. But before we bring the shits, we are going to get into some affirmation to get ourselves all ready and prepare for the shenanigans. You know, this morning I woke up to an inbox, a random inbox of someone asking me questions as to why God allow bad things to happen to good people. They mentioned that they were so tired of hearing of the school shootings, of all of the murders, um, of prices going up. I mean, they mentioned so much. And when I first read it, I was just waking up and I didn't respond because as I said, it was a random message. I know the person, but I wonder why did the person ask me these things? Because we don't know each other on that level. But yet I pondered about it all day. I finally responded with this. In life, you're going to go through some trials and you got to come out of your box sometimes. But when God is bringing you out of that box, he's bringing you out of that box so that he can build on and build you a mansion. See, all of those trials that we go through, those are things to build us into what God sees us to be. 
we don't see ourselves as being that tough. We can't see it because we're busy fighting. We don't see it because we didn't build ourselves to be that. But God see what's in us and each and every individual fight that we are faced with, whether it is world tragic or whatever, how we deal with it individually is gonna build us into the person that God want us to be. And sometimes you have to come out of that box because when you go back into that box after each of those trials, God has built a room onto that box. And that box is getting bigger and bigger until you're standing inside your mansion. So with that being said, let's get ready for some uncensored minds tonight. A beautiful word, Miss Day. as always, a beautiful word. Well, I hope someone gets something from that. I think, I think at this point in time, we can all, all of us, like every single one of us watching can pull a little bit from, you know, what you said. And um, because I think we all just need it right now. We all right. just need to be able to pull on a little something, a little positive, anything mm -hmm. right now. Exactly. So thank you so much for that word as always. And um, I saw another new name in the comments, Tawanda. Good evening, Tawanda. Tawanda. Welcome. Yes. Oh, hi, Tawanda. Yes, welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome to Uncensored Minds. Yes, Uncensored. yes. Episode 125. Five. Where's the mayor? Where is I he? Where is the mayor? Where is he? What's there he is, the mayor of Uncensored Mind himself. Yes. There. Um, welcome to everybody to episode 125. Um, as as is so beautifully put, um, thank you for like sharing. If you haven't already done so, welcome to the newest um, faces to the Uncensored Minds family, Tawanda and Nadine. Thank you, ladies, for joining us, and the countless of others who haven't made comments. We appreciate your support and your love. Um, I'm a little under the weather today, as I was telling my co-host. Um, Rural under the weather, not feeling well at all. But we're going to push through it to get you a beautiful show this evening. And we're going to get right into the icebreaker question of the day. And it goes a little something like this. Name one of your favorite sleeper artists, i.e. rapper or singer. Again, name one of your favorite sleeper artists. It could be a rapper or singer. Miss Katie, you want to go first? Sure. One of my favorite artists that a lot of people may be sleeping on just because her genre of music is Kareem Hawthorne. I absolutely love her music. It gives me so much inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, I've been following her since she came on The Voice as an amateur looking for fame. And she has grown to be a world inspiration. So Kareem Hawthorne is mine. That's for you. Okay. So for me, it would be Alina Baraz. And I know that she has like a little buzz. She's a nice, mellow R&B. Um, real like fantasy-like music. She gives like just an amazing um, vibe. 
And I know a lot of people don't know about her, but she also has a large following and she is pretty big and works with some pretty big stars. So for me, it will be Alina Baraz. If we go on, if we go on R&B, we go on music, um, a number of people come to mind. Um, Coco Jones is one. I'm definitely feeling her. You know, I mean, not only is she a singer, but she's also an actress as well. Popular show, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the reboot. She's on that. She plays Hillary, if you don't already know who that is. Um, also, somebody who's um, been in the game for a little minute, but also um, is an R&B singer. I like Jacquees. I like what he does with his music. Um, he takes old songs and he flips them and makes them his. And then he has he puts out his own his own thing. So those are my two um, you know, fairly new people that's out doing their thing. And we talk about um rappers, because <laughs> I, I do listen to that as well. Sleeper, I don't think this guy's a sleeper, but this definitely he's definitely in heavy rotation for me. It, it would be Lil Baby. Mm. I, I, I'm feeling his swag, you know what I mean? So it's them, it's them three right there that's he is heavily rotation in my um, in my music collection right now. Okay. This is to the audience. Let's let's at the audience, audience members, people out there in, 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 in comment world. Name one of your favorite artists, sleeper or singer, um, that not too many people know about, but you or somebody that you listen to that people wouldn't even know that you listen to them. Put, throw some names out there so we can check out some of their um some of their music. As we wait for the, the people in the comments, let's take time to open this month off correctly. Mm -hmm. Right? And when we say open this month off correctly, it is April. We are in entrenched in April. That's the springtime. Mm -hmm. Time is, the days are getting longer. We have more sunshine, sunlight, I can talk, more sunlight than we do darkness. Mm -hmm. Means the temperatures are rising. Yes. Be outside. We want to be full of life and vibrant. And that's what these months leading and leading us into right now, April, going all the way into our summer months. Yes. How you feel about summer? how you feel about spring? First spring. I love the spring. I, I think it is a little uneven for me at times. But I do love it because that's when, you know, the rain comes, it kind of clears things away, that clears the winter away, kind of, you know, just makes room for the trees to bloom and the flowers to grow. Um, so I'm definitely with the spring. It's the introduction of the warm weather and all of that. Um, and again, sometimes it can be a little imbalanced for me, but I, I, I love the spring. It brings new things, new things, new things. Absolutely. And I'm going through a little bit. A little bit of that imbalance now. My head is like super. Mm -hmm. Probably has to do with the you know the high pollen count here. Yeah. But there's mm -hmm. crazy. The past couple of days we had 70 degrees, then we had bad storms, and now it's 50, and now it's. But that's the springtime. You gotta you gotta um take the better with the sweet. Katie, what yeah. about you? Well, about um the spring. That's I have to say I absolutely love the spring. Minus the pollen. But I love the springtime. The weather is just right. It's not too cold. It's not too hot. It's just beautiful outside. I'm a person who loves nature anyway. Mm -hmm. I can sit outside on the porch all day long. Day, so yeah. I am just in heaven when it's springtime. Time, yeah. Well, spring makes you want to get out. Spring makes you want to sit on your step, on your stoop, mm -hmm. on the porch. 
some of these people that the comments is, is, are naming now is some, some sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so T wanted me to hit on Snow. Snow, if you guys do not know about Snow Allegra, when I tell you that you can put on one of her albums and you can vibe, she is like, she is like springtime. She is light and airy, and, and her voice is just amazing. She touches you, I swear. Um, you can have a candle going, a glass of wine, um, the window open, and the breeze coming through. She is just like that. Check her out, Snow. She has some hits with some artists, um, you know, some well-known artists, and she has some music that I'm sure you guys have heard, but really, really tap into Snow. She has a vibe that I just love, and T loves her too. Um, and so check her out. Definitely put her in rotation and give her, uh, you know, music some spins. No, it's definitely. I don't have to do that. I yes, Tara in October, London. He's a gentleman. And um, yeah, Tara, isn't he just like so smooth and so great? He brings such a nice vibe for those people who have never um, listened to October, London. He is on Death Row Records, um, produced and, and, and guided by Snoop. So he has a wonderful vibe. And I swear he sounds like Marvin. I swear he sounds like Marvin Gaye. So if you are a Marvin Gaye fan, You'll like October London. Let's stay right there because you got a couple of people that's doing their thing. Shout out to Snow. Shout out to October. But also check out Jazzy too. Jazzy. Bad boy labeled young lady yes. is feeling it when the so um when you talk about that deep um R and B that sexy that that just you know what I mean that hardcore R and B vibe that's definitely right there. Jazzy is definitely one of them. Shout out to Jazzy and the whole bad boy team. Snow and the Rock Nation team and October London representing the Death Row team. Let's go a couple more people. We got Big Summer Walker right here. The young lady just had a baby and she's still killing it out here. Summer Walker. Um, Janine says Summer Walker. Um, Cynthia said India Irie. Um, Jen says she loves Young M Young Young MA. Um, shout outs to Young MA Brooklyn Zone. Um, mm -hmm. Lady B said Lynn Carrington. And also coffee by Jen. Now, I've heard of that, Jen. I was looking at that the whole time, waiting for Neil to get to it. I've heard of coffee. So mm -hmm. I'm going to have to look that back up. I, I think I ran into him. Um, Lathan Warlick, also, y'all. Lathan Warlick. Mm -hmm. Check out the young man. He has a totally different style about himself. Um, he does Christian country rap. Okay. All into one, but mm -hmm. check him out, Lathan Warlick. Um, I mean, y'all, y'all know about Lecrae, of course. Um, mm -hmm. Lecrae has a whole line of young guys that he's bringing up in that mm -hmm. genre. Um, mm -hmm. it's hip hop, but it's gospel hip hop. Right, right. And listen, I would be remiss if I did not mention DNA Creative Group Hustle Tez. Which is a part of who is a part of the Uncensored Mind family. He God. has right. some new music coming out in May. So um, he does, you know, a hip hop thing and and rap. Um, but he also puts a, a couple of ballads in there for the ladies and all that good stuff. So shout out to Tez. All right, Tez. Boy, dog right there. Shout out to Tez. He definitely wanted them. He definitely wanted them. Soka Reggae, yeah, coffee. Okay, yeah. that's how I've, I've heard of coffee from Evan, um, Ebony, because mm -hmm. Ebony mm -hmm. like to listen to reggae. So 
that's that's where I've heard of it from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So before we move on, we definitely we, we definitely want to bring light to again while we're here this month. This is April, even though spring is upon us. April was here. Um, it also was Autism Acceptance Month, which used to be called Autism Awareness Month. Um, and, and, and we celebrate that in April and it's gained to celebrate and promote acceptance for the conditions that occur in one in every 54 child as of 2020 in the United States. Autism is a complex development condition affecting the patient's ability to interact, communicate, and progress. Has not one but many subtitles. First, held in the year 1972 by the Autism Society, Autism Acceptance Month emphasizes the need for public awareness to promote acceptance, celebration, the differences, and be more inclusive towards autistic individuals in and around us. So again, it emphasizes for us the needs for public awareness to promote acceptance, celebration, the differences, and be more inclusive towards autistic individuals and around us. That's why we. That's why this shirt says, everyone communicates differently with the autism um, logo right here, which is the puzzle, all right? So um, all this month is autism awareness. The three of us right now all are rocking our autism blue. Um, the four of us, once T comes on, we will be in unison and we will be celebrating that all this month. Um, I would be, I'd be remiss if I didn't celebrate one of my one of my guys, RJ Williams, who is um, autistic. Um, this gentleman is an amazing, amazing young guy who is doing some amazing things down in the South Carolina area. Um, his mother is none other than Chrissy Gadsden. Um, so, you know, what I mean, we, we definitely want to shout them out and make sure he knows that he's um he's loved. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Get right into it. Let's get right into it. And Let's our, go. Next, our next topic is just this. All in the family. Family drama, grudges, vendettas, and family ties. Mm-hmm. I mean, the four of us we came together on Thursday. Um, as we always do, and we we outline what the show is going to, the bones of the show is going to look like. What goes on in the midst of the show is totally up to the way we think on a hour-by-hour basis. But the bones of the show comes about on Thursday. And these are one of the topics that we came up with. Family drama, grudges, vendettas, and family ties. Ish, tell us a little bit about what this is, what this has to do with while we're talking about this now. Yeah. So everybody, I think, can just kind of relate to this topic. You know, it's either, you know, different times where, you know, we have illnesses in the family, we have deaths in the family, you know, we have just, you know, family drama that sort of arises. And, you know, you deal with, you know, some family members that just don't get it, that just, um, want to do what they want to do. And, and we kind of clash at times. And, um, you know, you're dealing with old wounds and old history. And, and sometimes it's brought into 
you know, the current state of what is going on. And it can be um, a little detrimental in dealing with the matter at hand, whatever that may be, whether again, whether it be a death or an illness or whatever. And so, you know, we all kind of just were able to connect in just many different facets of our, you know, family, whether it be drama, grudges, vendettas, you know, ties, whatever it might be. I think we can all have that common bond and that, you know, sometimes it's some family shit that goes on and that goes down. You know what I mean? And um, I know for me, shit, it's a lot of family shit going on right now. You know what I mean? Just in regards to, you know, my mother and her illness and all of that. So, you know, we decided let's tap into all of that family shit that everybody has going on and how we maneuver through that. You know what I mean? To get to the center of where we need to be in dealing with what we need to be dealing with. So one question that we all posed on Thursday we're going to pose it to the audience as well. But let's talk about this in detail a little bit for for a minute. You got a problem. Let's say you got a problem with a, with a very, very close family member. Mm-hmm. And it causes them to hold a grudge. How do you navigate through that? What does the navigation look like for you for that? Are you just extenuating the... The grudge, are you saying, fuck them? If they held a grudge, I'm going to hold it too. Or are you actively trying to bury the hatchet so family can win over everything? Mm -hmm. Katie, what you think about that? Um, As I said, Thursday, I'm I'm the one that would try to be the peacekeeper and bring peace between the ones who are having feud. But I must admit... I must admit that if the grudge is held against me, I am one of those who will say F it. Plain and simple. I must be honest. But if I see it amongst the other family members, then yeah, I will try to bring them closer together. Yeah. Um, I'm like one of them fuck it type family members. <laughs> I'm with all the smoke. Like you got some beef with me, you holding on the grudge, just some shit I done said or did. Like let's 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 air it out. Like I'm one of those. Let's air it out. If we need to sit down at a table, if we need to bust it up, we need to chop it up on the phone or whatever the case may be. I definitely want to like bury the hatchet and just put it out in the open. I don't like the the elephant in the room. I don't like the unaddressed situation type things like that just doesn't work for me you know what I mean because it's that's sort of like a trigger for me so I'm like I want to acknowledge and address you know everybody's feelings no matter what they may be no matter how I may feel about them so you know I'm one of those type of family members it don't always work out in in the best interest of everyone and everything but um what I will say is that at the end of it all through all the madness, um, I think everybody comes out just a little bit better after getting what they need to get off their mm-hmm. chest, no matter, you know, where we land after all that needs to be said is said. I feel like everybody is just a little bit lighter after, you know, having disclosed everything. So I think it's important for people to start having real, true, honest discussions, no matter what 
might be the outcome of those discussions, no matter if people get a little hurt, no matter if, you know, feelings, feathers get a little ruffled. I just feel like these conversations are not being had for those reasons specifically, and it just leaves an un unnecessary burden. You know what I mean? And it really blocks people from handling the shit that they need to be handling because they too focused on nonsense. So just air it out, get it out the way, move on and um, handle the business that needs to be handled. And it's best to do that. And that would avoid, you know, all of this separation that we have. Mm -hmm. So I, I do agree with that's That's what you should do. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say, like I said, I'm one of those. I, I may try once or twice, but if you're still giving me your ass to kiss, I got one you can kiss too. And I know I shouldn't be like that. And having this this topic tonight, you know what I'm saying, can kind of help you see where your stubborn ways can change and maybe it can change the other family members. So mm -hmm. I'll have to work on so that. So given that, I, ladies, I given that, so given that feeling that you have, Kitty, if something was to happen to the family member that's holding that that has that grudge and you're reciprocating that emotion as well, what happens if something happens to them? They're they're barely hurt, or God forbid they die. How will that land on you knowing you haven't fixed the grudge, vendetta, or lack thereof? I'm sure it will land hard. Thank God it hasn't happened. Um, I haven't had a grudge with anybody to that extent, and they passed away. So I I can't speak on it as if it has happened, but I cannot imagine that I could live with myself. I really can't, which is probably why I be, you know, trying to resolve things because I don't like things going unsaid or just unresolved like that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel I the same way. Be, be rough, yeah, absolutely, yeah. and and, I, and that's why I feel like two people just need to, you know, put their pride aside sometimes. You know what I mean, and right. just clear the air and try to mend the fences again. Say what needs to be said, even if it doesn't mm -hmm. land well, because. If you don't get an opportunity to say something again, or if you don't get an opportunity to fix it, then. Um, that's going to lay heavy on your heart. So therefore, at least edge. attempt, right, at least yeah. put out into the atmosphere what needs to be addressed and, you know, let the chips fall where they may, but at least you would have made those attempts to do that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and I was going to say that kind of, kind of to piggyback off of the end of each person's point right there. Um, family, is, family is everything to me everything it means more to me than really life itself because you know i mean we've been bored up with family we've honed our skills and we've and, and the first people that we've come to know and love is family so the whole to to to, to being to being able to reciprocate those feelings ends right there for me i tend to don't try to um digest anybody else's you know what i mean pain to the point where I'm allowing it to affect the relationship that we have or my views on that person or allowing myself to carry that energy because carrying that energy a lot of the times is is, is a lot of is detrimental to both parties thanks right you're carrying on a lot of stress a lot of confusion a lot of hurt that's only adding years to your age that unnecessary um, it's putting you in a position to become stressed more than you don't even know where the stress is stemming from 
just because of unresolved issues. And 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 as I asked Katie that question about what happens if something happens to the person or issues aren't resolved, how can we live with ourselves? Far too often, that's the case. We have a lot of unresolved issues with people that we don't we that we don't execute um, in the moment or while they're still here and being able to fix it. And we go on and, you know, we either have regrets and doubts or we just move past it as if it wasn't nothing. Right. Or you even got some people who are out here that's just completely heartless or they just feel wrapped up in uh, the world's view of them. And they'll post the person that they, they, they beat with as an acting as if they was the best of friends, which is, you know what I mean? A facade in the front. And you don't want to put be putting yourself in those type of situations. But, you know, what I mean, when we're talking about family, we're talking about the very core that is us, that makes up us and the reason why we are here. So it's mm-hmm. like kill those type of vendettas, kill, those, kill that noise. When, when, when you got somebody who's kind of in that in that realm, let them be in that. But you don't got to reciprocate that. Sometimes you got to kill them with kindness. Sometimes yeah. you gotta feed them the opposite of what they feed you, because at some point, hopefully they will get. I'm not penetrating this person with my attitude or my actions. I'm not getting to them the way I think I can. And, and, and you could be dying inside just because of the, the energy feeding you. But if you're showing them something different, hopefully they'll come around and be like, you know what? I was wrong. Or, right. This is my issue. Can we resolve this? Because this is eating at me. This is this is taking me to a whole nother level. And it could be something that you might think is trivial, but to them is big. And, and then you move, you move with the same energies and now you found a common ground and now you back to being normal again. Right. Mm-hmm. So now let's, let's, let's tap into the vendetta part of this, because I know we're, we're speaking on grudges and just, you know, how we kind of try to get past them in any way, shape or form that we can. Okay. Do you guys ever like see this vendetta portion within family? I mean, obviously it's prevalent sometimes in, in friendships or acquaintances or whatever the case may be, you know, that whole vendetta thing. Do you see it in family? Have you experienced it? Have you done it yourself? Like, um, because for me, I've seen it and I've experienced it. Um, and it just doesn't sit well with me within family because I just feel like, you know, family is family. Like we might have our beefs, we might have our disagreements, we might have, you know, shit that we not going to ever, you know, uh, 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 agree upon to the point where we're eye, seeing eye to eye, but the vendetta portion of it is what blew me, is what blows me. So I'm just wondering, is that just like my family? <laughs> <laughs> or you know, is does that actually you know really happen? Nah, it really, it really happens. Mm-hmm. I come from a, I come from a large family. I got eleven. I got actually thirteen brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, my father, he had eleven kids. We all were very close, very very close. And and I mean, not to tell this story because my, you know, I mean, my sibling is not here to defend themselves against the allegations or accusations that I'm about to lay out mm-hmm. and not to go too much into detail, but you know, I mean, I got a sister who, you know what I mean? At this present time, sometimes we don't see eye to eye for whatever the situation may be. Um, people who know me know my family is very, very important to me. 
people know family means more again means more than me to, to my life than my own personal life you know what i mean I, I ride and it kills me that me and my sister ain't on the best of courts i love her she loves me but there's a but <laughs> yeah um and what i've thought may have been trivial is a big deal to her and the same and vice versa so what do you do in a situation like that? Right. What I do is I just remain steadfast in the word of God. I let I, I let God handle it at this point. I pray to God each and every day, asking for asking for the best for that situation to to, to overcome this to overcome itself. You know, what I mean, I ask where he you know he makes both of our hearts at that time um, soft, so we can come together and speak with reverence to each other. And, and and have a place of a connection where it's not, you know, screaming or it's not yelling or it's not a disagreement and we both hearing each other on the levels that we need to hear each other in order to fix these things. Nothing in this world could my sister do to me will ever make me deviate from her. I don't care how 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 whatever this problem is, whatever the situation is, if she ever needed me, I'm rocking. If something ever happens to her, I'm rocking. Yeah. So that right there lets me know that that problem, whatever we got going on, ain't big. It ain't. Mm-hmm. It ain't. It ain't past working on. And yeah. regardless of if somebody is showing me or giving me their ass to kiss, this my family. Yeah. <laughs> this, means, this means something to me. This is me. Mm-hmm. My family. Mm-hmm. We got the same blood running through our body. We come from the same. We come from the same heritage tree. Like we come from the same. Right. So if I can put if I can put energy into fixing a, a failed friendship or a broken relationship, then you could do it I, with your family. I need to put even more energy in that family because that's something that's going to be constant in my life, regardless. Stay right there now. So what do you say to someone? Exactly what you just said, and I mean like like that is the quintessential protocol. It should be anyway. What do you say to someone who is just simply like, well, you know, it is what it is. They don't, you know, they're not being receptive or, you know, I tried or whatever the case may be. Like, what do you say to someone who feels defeated in a sense when they try to approach the family member or whatever to try to clear the air, try to, you know, get back on a common ground um, but the other person is not being receptive. Like, what do you say to that individual? Do you tell them to like, don't give up and to keep trying because that is blood, that's family, it's the bloodline? Or like, what 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 advice do you give to someone who's dealing with that? I, everybody's situation and everybody's thinking is different. Different, right. What I would say as a word of advice is when we land on that on that bed and we are praying to God, asking to get us through any sickness, any trial or tribulation and asking, hey, just give me another chance. Give me another day to see life again so I can experience everything that I didn't get opportunity to experience so I can see the people that I didn't get a chance to speak to or see. Just give me that one opportunity to have a conversation with a, a parent that's not here or a loved one that's not here. Mm-hmm. Take that in consideration when you holding these grudges, right? Because what's final and never, ever, ever gives you the opportunity to ever fix that is death. Mm-hmm. 
right? Death of you mm-hmm. or death of them. So live in that. Let mm-hmm. that be. Let that be your motivation to be bigger than that situation. Mm-hmm. Who are we to make a determination to cut somebody off when God hasn't cut us off after the things that we've done? And mm-hmm. we've done some shit. We've mm-hmm. sinned. We've committed crimes. We've done everything that we wasn't supposed to do. But every day, he gives us the opportunity to see another day. He forgives us for our sins and wakes us up. So how are we bigger than that? Bigger than our creation? Mm -hmm. We can't reciprocate that same reverence, Mm -hmm. that same forgiveness, that same second just to hear him out or to live in that moment for a minute to fix. Mm-hmm. Now, let me stay right down there. Let me ask you this. Okay. You mentioned Vendetta. You mentioned cutting them off. I think a lot of us can say, you know, we are there on any given day when it comes down to it if our family needs us. Right. But cutting them off in a sense to where you don't fuck with them on a daily you don't fuck with them even on a weekly, mm-hmm. monthly, yearly, whatever. But when they call you, you're there. So mm-hmm. now does that really say that you have a fair relationship with them if you're not constantly communicating? Yes. I yeah. do. I, I, I can't let optics, right? I can't let mm-hmm. optics cloud what really is real truth. Mm-hmm. I go hard for my people. Y'all see it. Mm-hmm. Even know half the people, but I'm saying half the people. I don't know mm-hmm. half the people in the comments, but I'm saying thank you for joining us. We love you. Mm-hmm. So if I could do that to the perfect strangers, I could do that for, for my blood that I don't speak to each and every day, but I try to. Right. I keep the lines of communication open for everybody. So, yeah, we might not speak every day, but that don't mean the love is dead. That don't mean the connection. So then in that case, then it's probably a lot of us that we still have that love because we'll go above and beyond for our loved ones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you really think about how many of us, you get that phone call, that frantic phone call from that family member, you're able to be of assistance and you know it can be a life or death situation. Who's not going to be there for them in the end when it really counts? But so I will stop there. let's stop there. Right. Because we get so we get so caught up in making excuses for why we don't do things or why we do things, right? We make excuses and say, all right, well, if the person called my phone and they need me, I'm there. That's an excuse. Cause why we not picking up the phone checking? Yo, you cool? You need right. me? You straight? So let me ask you this on a personal are level. You, are, are, how how often you call your sister? Every, all the time. I got a you group chat with brothers and sisters all the time. I got 11. There's 11 of us. In that group chat, I send each and every one of them. I say good morning to all of them in that group chat. Good but morning. personally. Even personal. Her. That's good morning. I say that to all 11 of them. And they but, all there. But in a group the chat, one who's I mean, not do, talking do you to me personally is there. reach out to her? Do you huh? personally reach out to her yeah. one-on-one? Yeah, I'm me and her, me and her in the same room, in the same room nowadays because my father's in the hospital. So she's sitting right there on the side of the bed. I'm on the other side. And I walk in there and say, hey, sis, what's up? I love you. When I walk out, have a good mm-hmm. day getting home. I love and you. She, 
be cool. And she she's not respond. I mean, is, we, is that we, making her? It's it's not to the point where I can't hate my family. I we you can you can you can literally no no I'm not saying get out of no no I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm is that making you. her like with 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 you consistently being there. Do, do you see that melt in her? You know, I, may, maybe someone in the audience is what I'm saying. What I'm it's saying, on that same level. This what I, all I could do. Give up. All I could do, I never will give up. All I could mm -hmm. do is be me. Me, right. my makeup will never give up on my family or friends. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't care what we go through. My sister can beat me down physically, mentally, and spiritually, and I'm going to still tell her I love her at the end mm -hmm. of that conversation. I'm going to tell her, if you need me, I'm here. But I'm going to show her more than ever. You know why? Because mm -hmm. I want to walk in my purpose. I want to walk mm -hmm. in my truth. Mm -hmm. That's my truth is to love unconditionally. I don't. My love for my family and friends don't come with conditions. You don't got to give me anything for me to love you. Right. You right. don't have to be nothing but yourself for me to love you. So given mm -hmm. that, there's nothing that she could do, say, or not do that will take me from being me to her. Right. And what and happens is hopefully she will see, damn, this is bigger than that. Mm -hmm. We exactly. Can, like, I will, exactly. Maybe God will touch her at that moment and say, dead that. Thanks. That's right. Because you know, Nell, she like will see it. But, and, and, I, know, and I know. From, and this God, is thing. Mm hmm. God forbid something should happen to a family member, especially a close family member, and you let um, something so pivotal come between your relationship with that person, mm -hmm. you know, a sibling, a parent, right. whatever. Because I'm telling you, as a person who has lost a parent, thank God I didn't have any kind of um, vendetta going on with them. I was there to the very end. I have a sister that um, I've lost. God forbid if something had happened to them and you know what I'm saying? And I had a vendetta. In fact, when my father passed, my brother and I were at odds and it was something that I blamed him for on a serious level. But best believe days before, in fact, the day my dad went to the hospital, God showed me I had to break down what I was feeling because I had to call on my brother. And I'm glad that I did because my dad was able to see his son. And when he saw his son in, in that sickness, because my dad had, um, had COVID, some of you know, some of you don't know, he went through COVID and that was his last day at home. He had not been able to speak. He was not coherent or anything. And I had my brother to come on that Saturday morning while he was going to the hospital. And when my dad looked up and saw his son, his only son, the smile that went on his face surpassed any kind of animosity that I felt against my brother. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just the two of us now. I, right. I refuse to allow what I was feeling because it was so selfish. That was my feeling. I refused mm -hmm. to allow that to separate the only sibling that I have left, the only family member, literally, right. that I have left. But here's what's important in what Nell just said and what you just said. And that, that goes into the family ties. 
what Nell just said and what you just said helps the generations that come after us to keep the family bond strong, no matter what the differences are, no matter what you go through, the younger generations that are seeing how you guys operate as our elders are passing mm -hmm. on and moving on. And we become the older generation. We become yeah. the aunts and the uncles and the grandmothers and the whatever. It's important for our younger generation to see how we can maneuver through differences and through changes and to keep the family ties strong in a sense where we can still keep our family strong and together and operate even through uh, uh, our, our not being able to connect sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? And I think what both of you said, you know, what Nell said in regards to how he operates with his sister and you and your brother, I think it's important, you know what I mean, for people to see that and to know that you can still maintain those family ties and have your disagreements and, you know what I mean, and your arguments and your dislike, you know, for certain things, acts or whatever the case may be, and you can still push through and you can still have those family ties. Nell said he could walk into the room with his sister. Hey, sis, I love you. No matter what we going through, our dad is here. I love you no matter what. We're bonded. We're tied no matter what. So I think it's important. And that's so strong. That's so strong for the younger generations in the family to see that. Because when we pass on, they're going to know, they're going to remember those stories. They're going to remember those times that they've heard or seen those type of things. And they're going to continue the family legacy sometimes off of the, off of the examples that we set. So that mm -hmm. is so dope and so important to see and to hear. Um, it's imperative. It's, yeah, it's absolutely. Parent. People are asking, well, what do I do if they don't answer? Keep calling. Mm -hmm. they, if they're not answering the phone send a message they don't have to respond put a put a card in the mail yeah if you doing what you gotta do mm -hmm. at this at this stage that's all you can do yeah if you have that's faith it. and whoever you call your god then you'll have faith that this this situation will turn out for the better i it, it just it, it it befuddles me when i see people having issues with their family members, but get friends or no good ass niggas or no good mm -hmm. females, 15 chances mm -hmm. to be back in their life. And mm -hmm. we'll cut somebody off that got that same last name, the same blood off mm -hmm. just like that. And without mm -hmm. even a blink of an eye, it, 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 it bothers me. That's the part that bothers me. It's like, okay, what's more important? Cool. Yeah, right. we don't share the same, we don't have to have the same, um, feelings about certain things or we just had the same we, we you know we can have differences in here but you're still my family we came into your family uh -huh. absolutely that's these people out here that's meant to kill us i mean meant to challenge us and meant us no good we give them power we put yep. them but our own family members we degrade them and we 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 step on them or we throw them away in the garbage just because mm -hmm. they're not giving us what we that what we think we should I think be they should be given you know why because right. it's easy Mm -hmm. It's easy to it's easy to turn our back. It's easy to be mad at people that 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 love us or that come from us. 
It is. And I'm not saying every situation is the same. Every every situation is not unique. Every situation don't lend itself for its own problem. I get it. Mm-hmm. But the one constant in our life, other than the fact that we want to wake up the next day, is we want our family members to wake up too. Yeah. We want our family members That's to right. go on journeys along with us. We don't we cry at funerals. We don't we don't laugh. Mm-hmm. When we get the phone call that somebody's passing, that's our family, it hurts us. It's like, damn, that mm-hmm. damn, that was my cousin, that was my brother, that was my sister, that was whoever. Mm-hmm. I we at the funeral, we 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 got a tear coming down our eye, or we 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 reminiscing on past stories or past interactions when we had the opportunity to love on them while they was here to, right. to get even bigger memories and bigger, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, love from them, and we don't do and we don't do it. Can we highlight Gisette? I was about to um, say, we got so many. Yeah, we got um, so many great comments. Now. But I do want to highlight Gisette's because I feel like this is exactly what our family is going through. And I think I expressed this and, and shared this with you guys on, on our Thursday meeting. That once my, my grandmother passed, like the family just trickled. She was the matriarch and she held us together like... You know, we would do block parties. We would do family barbecues. We would, you know what I mean? People would, uh, the the uncles, the brothers, everybody would travel in, you know, to see her. She was the knot in our family. And once she passed, um, you know, it just was lackluster. Like <laughs> Nobody wanted to really deal. Like I have a cousin and God bless her. You know, she is trying to mend the family and trying to do, you know, family gatherings and this, that, and the third. And, and people are not really biting because of family vendettas, family drama, family, you know, whatever's. Um, and, you know, she, Josette says since her dad passed, you know, she has siblings, 12 of them that are, you know, just trying to restore some health into their family um, ties. And it's real, you know, sometimes once an individual who is the knot of the family, you know, everybody is in conjunction with one another while that person is there. And then when that person goes, you know, it's just, it's just unfortunate how things crumble, you know what I mean? And how people lose the gravity towards one another. And, and so I hope for Gisette's family, for my family and for any other family out there, you know what I mean? That, you know, we can find the magnetism to get back together and find those family ties and reinstitute and restitch those family ties because they can be lost um, when a family member who who holds it all together passes, um, because what's going to happen for the younger generations? What's going to happen for my nieces and nephews and my my great nieces and nephews? And you know, when my son has children and all of that, what's going to happen to that portion of the family? Like, what what's going to happen? Because we're not actively doing anything as a family right now. We barely even speak to each other. So what's going to happen for the younger generations? You know what I mean? They're going to have to try to build something on their own, which should have come from, you know, the 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 older generations. So, you know, it's just I just uh, hope that, you know, families can be mended and 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 the bonds can be built stronger. Is right. Family is so intricate to the to the fibers 
and the well-being of our lives. Mm-hmm. And it starts from birth. Yeah. We're born into this world and we're surrounded by, by love the moment we come out. Our parents are there, hopefully. Your mom and dad or just your mother, whatever the situation is. Um, and those situations, hopefully, lends itself to, from that start, we're teaching our children the differences of what's important and what's not important, right? right? Mm-hmm. We're teaching them that family matters and everything else is a plus and or minus, but the one constant will always be family, right? Because that the day, the day you take your final rest in place, you will be surrounded mainly by family and friends. Mm-hmm. So it's important. It's important, right? Mm-hmm. It all starts within us. Yeah. And uh, I tell all of you out there, so many of us going through it, just looking at the comments of so many, keep mm-hmm. praying. Just keep praying. And as Nell said, you know, you keep doing your part. You keep reaching yeah. out. You mm-hmm. keep being the one to keep pulling them in. But mm-hmm. you just just keep praying because it's going to take prayer. And you know it's what I've seen? The dynamics of this is the beautiful thing of broken, brokenness. Is mm-hmm. One person is broken. Their family is not the way that they want it. They branch off and they have their own family. And they are raising their children the right way. They're raising their children to be tight bonded tightly bonded mm-hmm. they're enforcing that bondage on their children because mm-hmm. they know what they went through as brother and sister siblings or whatever the case may be they don't want their kids to to break that that family tree that they're creating right the backyard mm-hmm. right so we've seen situations where if you coming from a broken home where family is not as it seems or it needs to be at least you're doing your part with your own offspring mm-hmm. and making sure that they know the importance of loving each other, being mm-hmm. there for each other, sticking up for each other. When times get rough, you got each other back. You might squabble and fist fight every now and then, but the, at the end of the day, the common goal is love and y'all love each other and you're, and, and you're, and you're teaching them those lessons, which brings right. the next topic. What are you teaching? your kids mm. what are your kids learning from you and you say well what do you mean by that now i'm teaching my kids a lot are you teaching them or are you allowing social media and technologies to mold their brain are you instilling the values the teachings the 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 ABCs one two threes or are you putting iPads and communication devices in front of them and saying have at it? Mm-hmm. The reason I'll be talking about this is because far too often I see so many young kids nowadays who would better be on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or whatever, and it's cute. <laughs> you know, we think it's cute. Mm-hmm. They laid up there with the iPad or the iPhone and they face and. One year olds, two year olds, three year olds know how to navigate YouTube 
better than they know how to say their ABCs, one, two, threes. Mm -hmm. They know how to they know how to sing a Coco Melon song better than they know how to pronunciate the first and last name of their mom and dad. They are spelling words and don't even realize it now, because you know, or can't even tell you what their address is, but they can tell you how to go find whatever it is that they got their attention. So mm. is, are you, what are you teaching your kids and what are they learning from you? Mm. Others. And I'm sure, you know, the times have changed since the time you've been bringing your kids up. Your kids aren't, they're grown. Y'all y'all ladies is old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? Say what? I ain't old. What? That's the question. You know <laughs> no, it definitely is the question. Generation. That's a question, and I didn't yeah. mean that in a disrespectful way. <laughs> all we, good. All, we all are inspiring to get old. Mm -hmm. Now, um, me as a mother, um, I did not allow my son to have a social media until he turned 13. And the stipulations came with, you can get it, but your dad and I have to be your friend. Because, you know, it was just Facebook then, you know. Um your dad and I have to be a friend on your page. And um, I went on to say even, you know, if I randomly go through your page, because I had his password and everything. Granted, he changed after about a year. But, um, you know, he had turned 14. And, I, I, you know, you have to let him go at some point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for that, for that one year, I did monitor closely. If I saw anyone on there that didn't look familiar or anything, I kept that person out. And lo and behold, there were several people that I did come across that were like pedophiles. So, you know, parents, I implore you, get on there, search your kids' friends, because you mm -hmm. don't know who they're friends with on the other side. Mm -hmm. You have no clue. The reason why I asked that is because when we were coming up, it was instilled in us, do not talk to strangers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Stranger danger. Stranger danger, danger, stranger. Right. But and it was real taboo, but we heard about it. We seen it. Kids getting abducted, being taken. We didn't see it as much back. We we didn't see it. It wasn't real back then. It was a myth. Or we may have seen it on the on the news, we read it in the newspaper, but it was very far and few between. It happened. Mm -hmm. mm. But nowadays kids are talking to strangers every minute of the day. Yeah. And we're turning our blind eye to it because it's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It, it's keeping them quiet. It's keeping them entertained while we while we get our little downtime and, and get our time to have peace after having mm -hmm. the hard days of work. Or we just need that our own time. What happened to those days? Or what mm -hmm. happened to the days of having fire drills? Not in school, in your own home. I remember my parents. Right teaching us how to get out the house if a mm -hmm. fire happened. We did actual fire drills at the house. We did it as a family. They even told us how to do it as kids. If this happens in y'all home by yourselves, because at a certain age, we was able to stay home. We was, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old in the house. If the house caught on fire and you couldn't get out the doorway, climb out the window. You climb over and run three houses down. Knock on Mr. Johnny window, whatever, or door, and let them know it's a fire. Are we teaching our kids those things nowadays? Right, right. Are, are we teaching our kids that if they see a fight, instead of pulling out their camera and, and recording it and laughing, are we teaching them to get the hell out of there because people start shooting nowadays? Right. Mm. 
Or are we teaching them, like, hey, laugh and stand and hold your phone out and post it on social media? <laughs> what are we teaching our kids, Ish? What are we teaching our kids, Ish? Yeah, yeah. See, like, I, I actually um, dodged the social media bullet in regards to my son. You know, he actually, um, that wasn't really a part of his intricate day in and day out. Fortunately, you know what I mean? I had to deal with actual human children, you know, other children, whether it be bad influences or whatever the case may be, you know, me going up to Walmart because they riding up on bikes trying to get, you know, Xbox games or PlayStation games or whatever the case may be. You know, that's what I had to deal with um, in regards to the telling of, of my son's dealings. His wasn't too much social media, but I do, I do, I do feel for the individuals who are having to raise either children or, or, or help raise grandchildren in this day and age where social media is so prevalent. It's so prevalent. And although we all indulge in it and enjoy in it for our children, or our grandchildren, our nieces, our nephews, our neighbors' children, whatever the case may be, it is so difficult to navigate through the times of social media. It's just so much to deal with, so much um, that is implored upon our children that how I, you have to be so super vigorous <laughs> to maintain um a connection and a stability and to instill what is not necessarily coming from social media, but what, what is upon real life. And, you know, it's difficult to juggle that. So I do, I do, I do, I feel for the individuals, the grandmothers, the aunts, the uncles, the people that are, you know, trying to build up their village, you know what I mean? And their um, loved ones and to try to steer away from, what social media can really, really bring to the table that might not always be that good. So it's difficult out there. I feel I'm glad I don't have any small beings to um, tend to in this day and age as far as the social media goes. Fortunately enough and unfortunate for us all is if our kids are grown, mm -hmm. we have no kids. Mm -hmm. or our kids don't partake in it. We all know of some kids that are. Absolutely. Are still a part of us, a part of our community, a part of our society, but also our future. Mm -hmm. And we got to take a stand as, as adults, as people who've been taught and getting to, got to this point with missteps. Right. Knowledge information being pumped into us but also us going through those tribulations that put us in these situations that we can now mentor mm -hmm. our mouths the way the world is going now is nobody wants to speak up but everybody has an opinion right everybody has something to say but nobody wants to act right until it happens or it hits home mm -hmm. now now we got tears running down our face and what it should have cut us and we need to do more as a community. The best time to do more is, 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 is when the chips are not against you. Right. Because mm -hmm. you, you can, you can, 
go into this with a clearer mind, an understanding of I, this is the things that I'm seeing. I'm not just, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying these things based off emotion because I'm hurt, but I got a stake in the game because I just want to see our future win. Right. Right. So when you see these kids out here, you know, doing frivolous things and doing idiotic things or doing things that they just don't quite understand what the consequences and repercussions have for them. Yeah. We got to stop them. Yeah. We got to mentor them to the point where it's, it becomes deafening. It becomes sickening. Mm-hmm. Fact, the, the amount of information that we got to pump into these young people. Because this world is so much more harsh than it was when we were coming. Way. Way harsh. Pent against them and us than it was when we were coming up. We didn't have social media. Mm-mm. If we wanted our information, we had to sit in front of the TV, go to the library, or read a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Now, not about something happening on 56th Street. If we didn't, if we didn't hear it that day on just being out and about. We had to mm-hmm. hear about the newspaper two or three days later. Yeah. But now yep. information is at a, is at a rampant pace that you see it and you hear it immediately. Mm-hmm. And you can't now you can't control what it is that they are seeing or viewing. I feel like when we were coming up, or even when I was raising my son, we could control a little bit better mm-hmm. their intake. Yes. Like now it is the World Wide Web, and it is in full effect. And you can't control it because it's coming at such a fast pace and it's just all over. It's no matter what website, (laughs) no matter what app, no matter what, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever the case may be, it's just being thrown at them. And, And you can't control it because it's so vast. And so I feel like that's the biggest difference, too, from when, you know, we were coming up or Katie, when we were raising our 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 sons you know what i mean it's it's now it's at the speed of lightning at your fingertips they are at access whether they want to access it or not they are indulging all kinds of shit and that's the toughest part that is the but you know where the control comes in at each we can't control what the media is putting out there Mm -hmm. but we can control the usage you know parents nowadays let's keep it real they put that in front of them, and that's the babysitter. Let's they not let get stay lost. on there all day and all night. Let's not let this get lost in translation, because we're we're what what's we're not looking at it said, from all angles now. What's not being well, said is social media or technology is at a all time high. It's taking us to heights that we never knew could be could could be ha- could happen. Mm-hmm. Can't even talk mm-hmm. about technology. Look at us. We're sitting in front of you right now in right. your home landing your comfortable bed you're probably sitting in your most comfortable chair you're probably doing something wherever you are and you're comfortable and you're listening to us that's mm-hmm. how that's how great technology is technology is amazing like Lars says my eight-year-old grandson is at the top of his math class and will tell you he's learned math from youtube that's the win right there mm-hmm. but you know what also your eight-year-old has a strong stability from you his mother who you've raised and instilled in him not only to be on YouTube getting information and fun, also learning and turning that learning 
into being at the top of the class. That's where that's where that's where the win comes in. Because if and there's always the win. You're you're right. That's that's what technology. There's the win, but also again the control. You must control what your kids are doing. You got to control the usage because at night when you're sleeping, you don't know what they're doing on that thing. I mean, as as the shit starter can say, when they get mad because you're taking it from them, fuck them kids. You control what they're watching. Yeah, but you got to do it in a way. You got to do it in a way that they understand because what, what, exactly. what did we do when we were kids? Exactly. Our, our parents told us don't do it. We did it because we wanted to know why they were telling us don't do it. We was the being only way, but that's what I'm. I'm not saying don't tell them why, but the thing I'm saying is nowadays when you try to take them things, those kids are possessed with it. They're gonna try to go up against you. You just got to take them. Take. But it's them. all. Isn't it all about? Isn't it also all about? how you do things if you gotta if you got control i'll then, pay the bills i'm gonna take that thing from you but this the, all right cool like, all right that's cool but then what happens they they, they get outside of your presence and they okay do well you do it on your own time but you ain't doing up on the roof i'm paying for control that's that's what i'm saying control it in some ways, you cannot control it because they go to school. They're going to have access to it. They get with their friends. They're going to have access to it. But when they're at home under your eyes, you can control it. You yeah. can, as I said, sometimes like those those that are eight years old and all that, get their devices and go through it. Yeah, Become like come tech savvy. It's, if all, not. it's all about how you're raising them as well. Yes, you can. Now, you, you can, can say that all day long, but social media has taken a part in how we raise our kids, unfortunately. That's true. But so you can raise them right all day long. But guess who got the more the most influence on them? Social media. Therefore, right. has go to, through has and see with, what they're watching. So what about our era? When we were coming up, there was drug dealers on every corner. Walking mm -hmm. to school. We're easily influenced by we seeing them on the corners. We don't feel like going to school. We don't want to get up and go to school in the morning time, but we walking past them and they got they got the glamorous life look, right? The gold hmm. chains on, the cars sitting on the corner. They riding through the neighborhood, blasting the music. They got all the girls and everything like that. Is it is attractive to the eye? We got through that. Why? Because we were shown or we were told the differences of where this could lead. It could lead to death. It could lead to jail. It could it, it could lead to a number of different things. We had to navigate through that that hard time that our parents might not have had to. Now we got another challenge that we add on to. Yes, it's, and it's a it's bigger part challenge. of their world. It's that, one of that's part. my point. It's a bigger challenge. Y'all went past drug dealers on the corner. They social media is providing a drug dealer all around, so to speak. That's my point. That's why I say. You, you can't stop it. It's there. I, I do understand what you're saying. You can't stop it. But you can also monitor it as much as you possibly can. Now, you're not going to catch everything. But if you monitor it, you may be able to catch some things and see what trails that were, you know, where they're going down. Because an eight-year-old has no business up on one of those devices all day and all night. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's absolutely. You know what I mean? We got to teach our kids. To, we got to teach our kids 
a number of different things often. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we got to be conscientious of the times. Because if we don't, we, we can push them out there into the streets and they can and they can deviate from our from our learning curve or our what's the word I want to use? Our the tutelage of our love. Right? Mm-hmm. We're we're, t- we're teaching them based upon how we love them, right? world doesn't love them we love them so we're we're going to we're going to shield and guide them as best mm-hmm. we possibly can but we also have to be cognizant of when they're not in our presence how to best utilize their what they have the resources what's going on and around them how to deal mm-hmm. with these challenges how to when faced with these things how to be able to navigate not get left behind or get rolled over or not be sucked up in it. Because if we take it from them, when they're faced with these challenges, they don't know how to maneuver. Maneuver, yeah, that's true, that's true. Mr. Prophet, <laughs> what's going on with you? <laughs> what's going on? We can't hear you. Turn yeah, your we can hear you, it's very low. Yeah, we, we, it's given. It's given this. Okay. <laughs> so you all- got AOL shit going on. As Nell was saying, you, you giving AOL vibes uh-huh. on you the only one that ain't never, ever, ever been talked about in regards to their connection. You giving AOL vibes over there? Is that what you're saying? Boss man, so he it's very low. Well, as he's getting ready, getting set up, because I can't wait to hear his take on this. What's up? What we talking about? Y'all still can't hear me? No, okay, we can hear you. a little bit better. Still, a little bit better. You still kind of low. You're getting better though. All right, y'all can hear me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. Better, better. What's goody? All right, what's the word, man? Where we at? Where we at? Well, you know, we got social media raising our kids. What you think? Mm -hmm. Oh no, I'm not with that. Um. What I was speaking as far as um, raising your kids, you know, I taught my son how to drive. I talk to my kids about racism. I teach my kids things that are outside of social media. So they're, you know, socially, well, neither one of my kids is like on social media 24 seven. It's not like mm-hmm. a thing to them. It was like a thing when they were like a little bit younger, like mid teens, but now that they're a little older, they're, you know, learning life beyond mm-hmm. social media at this point. Right. So, you, know, you teach us survivor skills. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching them real mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And, right. learning, and, right. lear- and learning from my kids, you know, there are certain things that are, when you're around your kids that are keep you young, like the music that they listen to and X, Y, and Z, you know, certain new foods and shit like that. Yeah. These are all things that you're supposed to be learning from your kids. 
Yeah. And I saw a couple people say, like, you know, YouTube is, like, really teaching... Or not YouTube alone, but I saw someone, I can't remember who, but I did. And you know, that that is big with kids. I mean, that's, they watch YouTube more than TV. Yeah. And it was saying something about like math and that, you know, they learned mm -hmm. it from YouTube. And I, and, and, and definitely, you know, social media could be, um, something that can actually help um and and enrich and enlighten you know what i mean but the negative effects of social media i guess is is what what we're speaking of you know what i mean right. and the portions of it that actually takes away from you know cognitive skills strong cognitive skills um that are strengthened by the parents and the family members being present in their life and also, you know, what possibly they can grab from social media. So, you know, I guess it just really all depends on, you know, how it's being utilized and what it's being utilized for. So and just think, we take away we take away these things. We don't we don't allow them to learn and grow, right? They see yeah. these things and then around their world, they they're on these type of devices. So you want you don't want to alienate your kids from coming to you because they mm -hmm. feel like you're not going to be understanding. You want to have that open line of communication so you can discuss certain things as as far as racism is concerned. Right. Um, mm -hmm. You want to be you want to have them have those conversations about you know what I mean sex trafficking and all those type of things and a number of different things that plagues our world right now. Mm -hmm. Right. You want to be able to give them the armor, the body armor, as that they see on these social media sites. And and what and in and around the world, so you'll be able to be up to date on where their mind is. Yeah. So you can check back in with them. Also, I mean, it's, it's all a balance. It's all a balance in between, you know, them being on social media, them learning from the social media, them going to school, and them learn whatever they learn from in school and with their friends. But you have to give them the core. Mm -hmm. The core facts. Because if they don't have that core, they're not going. They're going to gravitate and attach onto what it is that they are comfortable with, and right. and that might not be the right thing. So giving them the core, no matter what social media might bring, or no matter what society might bring, they're going to know the core and the beliefs of what is essentially good. You know what I mean? And then they're able to move and grow from that. But that has to be the foundation. Otherwise, <laughs> they just grabbing on and gravitating on to what they feel is right. And that might not always be the way. Right. Mm -hmm. Big facts. Like, what? What? What's up, yeah. man? Huh? I mean, you know. Hmm? <laughs> What's going on down there? Like, hmm? What? You said what? You said get out your feelings, Alar. That's the next <laughs> It's getting oh, out of that's your That's where we're going hey. with that. Okay. Break it What's, down. What's the getting I mean, out of talking about? You and your feelings? I'm not in my feelings, man. All right. <laughs> 
So the, hold on. The basis of it was I was having a conversation with an older lady, right? And she was telling me how she's thinking about leaving her husband because he's not in touch with his feelings. That's why that's why the, the topic came about about, you know, are you in your feelings or get out of your feelings? So I'm glad that Katie did say this word the other day when we were in our group chat, this simple word of complaining, right? Because when women have their little issues with us now, like they want us to take out the trash, you know, what we may consider nagging, but we don't really use the word complain. We can't. That's what I'm about to say. We don't have that space to call them out on anything or Mm -hmm. we're complaining or we're acting feminine or whatever. things. Or we're trying to change them. Right. No, y'all, y'all do have the ability to do that. A real person, a real woman is going to take that all in. Like, it's not to stop you guys from expressing that. It shouldn't be anyway. Sounds like, you should be able to express that. Would you say sounds good? That's what I was about to say. So why, do, so, so, so why as soon as a man starts talking about something, he's complaining? Well, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Y'all say yeah, we're ahead. complaining. So we're gonna when do we ever say y'all complaining? That means that wait a minute, Katie. Across to Katie, us. Katie, let's stay right there. When does a man ever say to a woman that she's complaining? Well, I mean, it comes across as you're nagging, you're complaining. You know? No, 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 no. Y'all are going off the trail. When do we ever say the words to y'all? You are nagging or complaining. No, have you ever uttered these words? Yeah, <laughs> that might be that might be you and now. Well, yeah, I mean we're, that we're, might be you and now. But I'm I mean, if you if you want to be technical about it, some people can say this shit every day, just in different forms. Well, yeah. is oh well, what you talking about? You don't make sense. You like you, Diana you says, what you bitching about? Like Diana says, my man won't even express or share his feelings. Because it's not a safe space for us to. But the point was, you know, she was talking about her husband. And I asked her, like, do you know the root of why he's not in touch with his feelings? And she said there's some deep trauma there that he's never addressed. And they're not addressing it together. Like, he needs to get, you know, heal his own shit. Mm -hmm. And then she needs to work with him on being able to express his feelings. A lot of times things are not being said because of assumptions. I might think you might not listen, whatever it may be. A lot of things are not being said just because of how you think the other person is going to react or because you how you're conditioned. You may be conditioned to hold in all your own shit. And that's not good as well. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. But you get in your feelings and you don't care to address it, I guess. You know, is what right. it boils down to. You get right. in your feelings who is that helping? you don't care to address it. So who is that helping? That's helping nobody. In the <laughs> right. It's not helping nobody. I mean, it's, it's helping nobody. That's, that's helping. Go ahead, I mean, that, that's, how, that's how it rolls. And, you know, you, you just kind of let it go in the background. You forget it and you start talking, which is not right. It is not right. I'm not saying that, but that's the way the cycle goes. All right, I'm you get going to, your feelings um, about something. Sooner or later, you're gonna forget about it, each of you, and you're gonna go on. 
when I'm you gonna, get back into another history, then that's when it comes back up. Right. I'm going to rewind this and I'm going to preface it this by saying, you know, sometimes I might speak harshly or some might say rude <laughs> or whatever that may be, but it's not to downgrade or belittle. It's to challenge. Anytime I speak and it, whether it's a good or bad, you know, type of thing, I'm always speaking to you to challenge you as a person. So it's never to downgrade you. So we're going to play a little game between the crew. And there's going to be name something that is a plus and name something that is a minus of each cast member. And then, you know, we'll see how this plays out. Now, are we doing it like I'm saying it about another cast member or about no. ourselves? No, you're saying it about another cast member because a, a lot of times... Don't don't do that though. <laughs> don't do that though. <laughs> don't do that though. A lot, of, a lot of times you might not be able to see something because it's you. Mm -hmm. So you have to be open to receiving it from outside. Yeah. Who wants to play? And I think this exercise is completely, 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 completely needed. For the four of us, Thanks. right? The four of us, Thanks. regardless of how dynamic our, our, our chemistry is, we are all mm -hmm. work in progress. And it's never, and I guess this exercise is going to show, it's not meant to hurt. It's more or less meant to, to learn, to learn from yeah. a different perspective. Keep yeah. your, and it's also to remember, you cannot control other people's opinion of you, but. That's their when you look at like again, when we look at things from a negative perspective, we get negative. That's results. not negative. Yeah, it is. If somebody <laughs> is telling you it's just not <laughs> malicious, listen. This is not malicious. It's not malicious. All right, go ahead, issue. You have to do yeah. Each, you have to do oh, each, I you gotta do each person or you pick a person. No, you have to do each person. Oh, you said no. you wanted to go first. That's what happened. I do. That's I thought we just had to pick one person. I don't have that much thinking on me. <laughs> I, I thought we had to do one person. Wait, all right, I'm going to do two. Wait, first. hold on. Hold okay, on, go ahead. Um, Y'all are all in the group chat, right? Was this yeah. in there? Was this in yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah, this is in there. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, I, I, I don't know, but I mean, I'm just saying. I thought I was, it was like you know, pick I a person and then maybe I didn't like think that. it was like that, that, let's, let's start right there for so each member. I, I thought hold it on, was like hold on, hold on. let's start right there. <laughs> so if you didn't understand it, KD, you could have text back in the group chat and say, "What do you mean by this, T?" And I would have spelled it out, just right. like everything else. I roll with the punches, so let's Right. Yeah, Brenda. Uh, constructive criticism, criticism is, is great. Money. Yes, yes, yes. All right, yes. go ahead. You All right, so I'm going to start with T first. Um, I think his good characteristic is his honesty, his his blatant honesty. Um, just and that allows all of us to see something within us that we might not see. He's really good at pulling that out. And 
his negative or what what is it I not love so my good? Negative Go ahead. You know, it's not negative, but it's <laughs> what is it not so good is not honestly going harder. Oh shit. Now you want me to go harder? No, that but I'm just you. saying that <laughs> like you know, you do you do honestly like Man, limit for the look at Katie the individuals <laughs> that may not be able to take it. No you know, you do tread softly, you know, when you get like comments of OT, well, you too hard, or OT, you this, that, and a third. And then so you do sometimes curb, right. you know, how you um go about addressing people or addressing things or addressing topics or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? So I think that's like all right, your. All right, can you just can you just hold for one second, Ish? Um, yeah. I need this to be noted by each cast member that Ish said it's okay for me to go harder. Now everybody's gonna be like, "Bitch, why you tell him to do I need that? to make sure that is noted. But you right. can go ahead to the next person, whoever you. All want right, to. so um, I am going to go to KD. So. Her magnificent quality, her good quality, great quality is being um, that positive light that we all need. You know, her affirmations are amazing. You know, she touches each and every one of the panel members and the, the supporters of Uncensored Minds. She is a great light to all of us in regards to the positive affirmations and just things that we need to tap into daily. And um, I think everyone can agree that we so appreciate that because we need it, right? Um, so the not so good is that I do find that KD, like, Everything <laughs> that somebody says, KD will really take it in and she'll really like apply it to herself somehow. And not all the time when we discuss things or just people in the comments or us on the panel or whatever, um, she is one of those individuals that just, you know, is just so great and so magnificent that you know, she wants to be the light always and anything that might be said in opposition of that is like, what? <laughs> what? It's the diva. No. Yes. <laughs> so I feel like sometimes, you know, um, just that sometimes can block us from really taking in what we need to take in and not necessarily about ourselves, but just about those around us and those in the world for us to, to deal with. You know what I mean? So, you know, sometimes I know that um, when we hear things, we, we, we feel like it's about us or we take it. I do that a lot too. I'm not going to just say KD, you know, I do it a lot too. Um, but you know, I think that is one of the uh, the the things that is not so good when we take in things that as personal and it's not necessarily. Now let's move on to you. Great, 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 great! Like you are such a great communicator. You are uh, someone who just drops seeds constantly. 100 percent 120 percent 
Um, and we can all appreciate that. We love that. Like, that's what we need day to day, week to week. Now is dropping those gems for us. Um, but I think the, the, the opposite side of that is the same as me, our triggers, you know what I mean? Our triggers, like sometimes, you know, an individual could just say one thing and we go from zero to a hundred real quick. I think it's just in us, it's where we come from. It's just who we are. And I think that, you know, our progress and the things that we have done to get to a place of solace and a place of peace and all of that, I think our bad part, and I'm going to say our, because you and I are very similarly aligned in this, is that when a person can say something, <laughs> zero to 100, and them triggers just go, and it'd be like, what? I don't give a fuck. Da -da 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 -da. And like, that is our, I think our, um, you know, our space that, you know, we can work on a little bit, you and I, and, and you are working on it because you're actively going to therapy and things like that. I am working on it within myself and I probably need a little therapy, but I think, um, you know, just as you show us all of your grace and all of your honor and all of your retrospect, I think that at the same time, those triggers can be equally as, um, you know, felt absolutely I, I totally received that I, I thank you for that because mm -hmm. um just to touch on something that you said that was a pro of mine as being a great communicator it kind of gets lost in translation mm -hmm. when you're when when your behavior is animal like and you're trying to get across something as angelic as a, a positive message and it comes off very very skewed when you get like that. So I, I appreciate that so much. And I definitely mm -hmm. will take that and work on that because that is something that I recognize as well as being a detriment to my legacy. Thanks. Right. I don't want to be just, I don't want to be remembered as a hot head turn up. Mm -hmm. I want to be, I want to be remembered for something more greater than that. So mm -hmm. thank you for, for sharing that with me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, who wants to go first, man? This is about to be a ball. <laughs> Next. Because I don't win first. I don't... KD time, everybody. Let's no, KD, we all get it. listen. We all get beat up. We're up it. We don't. Like you say, I am a liar. Constructive prison. No, each, not, no, no, no. With um, you, I told y'all, just being divish. But with this right here, we all know what this is about. But hey, what let's do it with it. What is this about? Pick out KD flaws. Why is it about yeah, picking out KD flaws? flaws KD, everybody's like, picking out a flaw for flaws. everybody. No, 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 no. Just as he said, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, it's about all of us. Each, 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 each. I don't have a flaw for y'all. Just as we talk, except for throwing digs, I don't have a flaw. All right, all right. You don't have no flaws. I don't no, have no, no, but this is this is what we were saying earlier. We can't argue back with our family. It don't right. matter. Right. They gonna right. want to hear what they want to hear. We know what it is that's in our heart. So you let them be great how they be great. You just love on them. 
Put your arms around her and tell her she's special. That's it. <laughs> but no, Katie it's, is, it, it, it ain't no, it ain't no jab. Close. It ain't no it's not about you. It's not. You can't internalize somebody else's mental. It will kill you. Right. It will stress you out. Right. Don't do it. Right. Don't take the bait. Satan is prevalent. Present. <laughs> Don't take right. the bait. Satan is prevalent right now. He's actively working. What's up, man? Who want to go next, man? It's fucking dear silent. Please stop. Please stop. I just keep it real, everybody. That's me. That I just real. keep it real. That ain't real. That ain't real. <laughs> that, that is not real. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm mad. I'll put it this way. I keep it real for what I feel. I'm so, so we doing this activity. We doing this activity to slight you, right? <laughs> it's not. It's not. This everybody went around. Okay, about this woman just told me that my. It's not about that you say. This woman just Let's told continue. me something that could be a detriment to my life. Okay, internalized that I took that in. I digested it, and I'm working on that. We talking me about too. me too. We yeah. can't even go, Satan. I rebuke no, you. No, I rebuke <laughs> you. Damn, now I'm Satan. Not you, <laughs> Satan. Is in the mix. Nobody's calling you Satan. Satan is in the mix. He's in here somewhere. Okay. I'm just, I'm just wondering what with, I'm going to okay, start with Katie. Let's go on with the game. Let's yeah, go, go on with the game. I know it's in the next. Who's next? Come on. Come on. No, you want to go next? I'm going to go with Katie. And I, and, I, and I like to always start with the negative. Thanks, Diana. Show you your positives. Um, Thank you, uh, Diana. Overly, uh, I don't know how is this lost overly me. emotional <laughs> for no reason, right? Overly emotional for no reason. We internalize you internalize things that's not there. It's not present. Your mm -hmm. your friends who you call your friends and who calls you their friends have a, have have a duty in your world to not pacify you. Pacification mm -hmm. is not friendly. That's the act of the devil. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give you pacification. I want to give you real life truth, which is going to help you in and along your journey. One some positives though, right? When you enter a room, you light it up. Your presence is it, it, an array of sunshine mm -hmm. because of your colorfulness. That is you. The, your bubbly personality, your connections and love that you display are a gift. Not everybody, not everyone has that, but you possess that and you bring out the best in people that are around you. You make people want to be, in most instances, positive right along with you. T, I'm gonna say you for less, knowing you the longest. Ish, since coming on the show, since being a part of Uncensored Minds, um, have nothing but positivity um, to share with you. But one thing that um, can be worked on, as we always talk about, is um, interjecting yourself when necessary, not, not when necessary, often. You have mm -hmm. such a strong opinionated mind that mm -hmm. goes against the grain. It's not always safe. It's not always hold your hand. It's not always 
mm-hmm. unicorns and rainbows. Right. Put it in. We need that. Right. Stop standing in the background being a face. Mm-hmm. Let your face shine through because you're your your knowledge and your gift is so powerful. Mm-hmm. A positive is you can be called on at any at any time and you're always there. That is a quality that most people lack. They say they are going to do it, but in the grand scheme of things, when you need them the most, regardless of whatever you're going through, you're always present and prevalent. Thank you. Amazing. See, this is this this right here is, is coming deep from within because I've known you since I was 10 years old. And I've seen you grow into um such an important piece of my existence and also of the of the world's being um you know we always we we can joke with each other because we we know each other um as like brothers you know what i mean one mm-hmm. one one thing that people may say is a flaw or a negative is your in your face personality mm-hmm. your 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 candor to be funny when times need to be serious or you laughing things off or being or, or or saying what you need to say and it's sticking. Right. For us, that's life. That's the real because you gotta be that in order to survive and get to how we where we got to. I won't say stop. I won't say change. I'ma just gonna say continue to be you. Um, but those are things that I'm sure, you know, I mean you wanna work on or even if not. You know, what I mean, there's some things that, you know, what I mean, we as as black men get graded on each and every day is our abilities to um, navigate through the bullshit. But the way we navigate through it, um, being serious and, and cognizant of others feelings and not just how we're supposed to feel. So you know, that's one thing But positive is I love the man that you have grown into. Um, especially coming from where we come from. I rode down Redfield Street yesterday and, and I said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I said, what the how, fuck? How did we make it out of this? <laughs> we, made, we made it out of there and look where we at right now. We, we, we're, we're in our 40s. We got children that we give birth to and life to that are amazing individuals in this in this world that only comes from, that only comes from within, from us. Um, your gift to being able to unite people and bring people, bring the best out of people, is not something that every and everybody can do. They think they can do it, they try to do it, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, the, the selfless work that you put into the preparation, going through the whole week with different show from show to this to that, to this to that, and also being a father, being a son, being a brother. That's a tough task, and, and I admire and I appreciate that. Um, and regardless of whatever, um, you always will have me in your corner by your side, and I got your back because your brothers for life, dog. Solid. Um, Katie, do you want to go or you want me to go? You can go. I'll, I'll go last. <laughs> All right. Um... I guess I'll start with Ish, man. <laughs> I guess I'll start with Ish, man. I'll start with Ish. 
right. So Isha's bad thing is that um she never puts herself first. You know, she's she's you know, she's empathetic to people and she always puts herself last. And mm-hmm. that's not that's not healthy, you know, being being for yourself, you know. And her good thing is that she pays attention to details, she listens, she's caring, you know, things of that nature. Miss um, Karen D. Miss <laughs> Karen D. Um, her bad thing is, you know, sometimes she doesn't listen. <laughs> A lot of times. <laughs> What's up, JC? I see you in the comments. And, uh, hey, JC. Hey, JC. And she's also pessimistic just because of her trials and tribulations of life. And this whole exercise is not a beatdown on either one of them. <laughs> just an exercise to say that we are not a part of that. <laughs> we, we, we did not do that. You know, and we have to be able to check each other and, you know, keep it moving and you know be able to accept the criticism as well as we accept praise you have to be able to do both so when katie is not feeling like she's being attacked her good thing is that she's calming to us when we get unruly (laughs) and when we get crazy she's a calming force for us so that is katie's good thing man (laughs) why are you making a face now (laughs) why are you making a face now (laughs) Those running. All right. Um, Nell's bad thing. You know, I could speak to Nell any kind of way because it just is what it is. <laughs> we got time in. Nell's bad thing is that, you know, not aside from his anger, which everybody knows that, aside from his aggression, which everybody knows that, his bad thing is that he's sometimes not understanding of females emotional state you know his favorite thing is you know make it make sense and that's not always the case for women sometimes it makes sense to them it's not going to make sense to us because we 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 live all logic but it makes sense to them so sometimes you know you have to work on being understanding of their emotional state empathetic but his good thing is that he's a big giver like he gives more of himself to others and he'll, you know, take care of himself less. That that is his good thing. You know, he's passionate, and you know, things of that nature. Thanks. Did I do everybody? Yeah, I did everybody. All right, Katie, it's on you. Oh my God! Now it's on me. Yeah. Okay. Um, as I said, I okay. I know I can think of the bad. See, <laughs> no, each. I'm gonna start yes. with each first. Yes. Each. Um. Your positive force. Uh, no, what? How? How you do it? The negative first. Either way, Katie, it's up okay. to you. Okay, your negative is more or less what T said. I was gonna really say that about you is you put yourself last, as in you. You seem to be a people pleaser, but you get. You know what I'm saying. Um, but your good side is you are always one to come and bring peace among any kind of chaos. You know what to say to each and every person. Mm-hmm. So you are a big bright light in that. Um, Nail, you are a positive force with words. Your words can bring 
daylight of dark anybody having darkness your words can bring daylight to them i can honestly say that we can see it in all of the posts you know your words have a way of bringing sunshine into anybody's life your neck your bad side is it's your temper we all know and love now but it's the temper we know that you let your temper get the best of you but you are going to therapy and I think each and every one of us can see the progress that you have in you on that. Mr. T, I've known him the longest. He's like my brother. Okay. Bring that ass. <laughs> 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 okay, with T, the, what do I want to go with first? I'm going to go with the negative. The negative in T, because Lord, I just want to grab him some time and just choke him. But Everybody. the negative is NT. He's a shit starter. He <laughs> is a damn shit, shit starter. <laughs> he's not satisfied unless he's starting some shit. But the positive side in T, and I can honestly say he is he is like a brother and a mentor to everybody out mm -hmm. there. He's got mm -hmm. he you may not like the way he brings it, but he do try to bring some knowledge and some wisdom too. Mm -hmm. Now, as I get past the choking um, phrase of it, <laughs> as I get past that, then I really thank him for the wisdom that he truly do give. All right. So that was saying all that, right? Go ahead now. Saying all that, how we went around the room and we said all that, right? We internalized the negative, but the resounding message was the same when it became, when it was the positive. How everybody mm -hmm. is loving and nobody has a message that's demeaning or, or self, selfish. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, how could you ever feel like somebody attacking it? K-Day. When you, when you... <laughs> You don't listen. <laughs> within a person, right? How could we ever think Thank you, that somebody has our is, is looking at us from a negative perspective when you show us so many positive qualities about them that they exhibit all the time? Well, as T said, see, I Listen, I man. don't take it as personal as y'all think. I mean, listen, I really man. don't. I, um, on the surface, I may take it personal, but as I, as soon as I say it, it's gone out the window, and it's not another thought to me. But what happens when you do that is you cause distinction or mm -hmm. cast a little bit of doubt in each and of our minds because you said something that you think. It makes us think that we're picking on you. Mm -hmm. Pull back. Or we don't say certain things. Now, you realize what me and T have been saying all this time. The playing field ain't equal when it comes to us sharing our thoughts because mm -hmm. you, the, the perception of that other person, which in a situation like this was you, right. you felt a way about it. And you made that be a five-minute dissertation which we had to clear up when it wasn't even meant that way. It was meant to highlight the qualities that you have, which we know you have them, 
but to share those negative things that we can work on to better ourselves. I was and about to make- do that, Diana. So sometimes we can cause more pain than 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 anything to our own selves just by mm-hmm. the things that we say, even if you don't truly mean it. Cause now people out in the people that's watching this or hear that might cut that off after you said what you said or or only heard that and they think is an issue. So you know what? Now they can now they can come to you and say something bad about Nell next week and come and or say something bad about T. Or say something bad about each, thinking that they can come to you and say that because you they think you think that everything is against you. People uh, know they can't play with them. Trust me, y'all. I won't even think about this hold, in the next five minutes. So hold, hold on, hold on now. Um I, I want to say also I was having a conversation with my brother earlier, right? And he was saying um how somebody called one of our friends a clown, right? So I said, you know, well, what did you say? <laughs> and he said and he said i asked him you know what is your reasoning for calling him a clown and mm-hmm. and that's the thing that i want people to you know get into the mode of of not being sensitive when somebody says something to you to ask them the reasoning first and then you can decipher and break that down and then you can see what's what it's far too soon where somebody says something to you or about you, or you might take it that way, and then you just <laughs> go off to the races. But if you get into the diagnosis of what they're saying, then it it might not seem, you know, it might not be to hurt you. You you have to understand where it's coming from and why it's said before yeah. you react. Right. And that's typically in knowing the individuals that is making the statement or that you're engaging with in order to receive that, because sometimes, you know, you can be receiving information from an individual that you're you're not familiar with. And so that is when, you know, you're just like on alarm or on alert and you're just like, what? Like, you know, you're not receiving it well, but individuals that are somebody that you're close to, that you deal with on the regular or whatever the case may be, you you know, that's when we are able to distinguish the most. Right. So I want to say, you know, um, growing up, you know, I always saw things just from my perspective and, and that's all I saw. That's all I cared about. That's all I valued. And, you know, as you as you age or as you learn or as you become wiser, whatever it may be, as you experience life, you have to start seeing things from not only your perspective, their perspective, the world's perspective. You have to be able to see every angle of whatever is going on. So, you know, I'm doing self-work and learning, you know, my selfishness, my pettiness. And all this is a result of me being what my older brother always says to me, but I never, you know, took it in. And he always says to me, it's just because you're spoiled. <laughs> and that is a lot of it comes because I'm spoiled. So, you know, I'm working on that and I'm finding my way around that. Also, yeah, we, uh, we're a product of our situation, our circumstance. I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm my mother's oldest child. So I always had to be the the big boy in the block to take care of my little sister. So that that bravado comes from me being just that a protector, mm-hmm. a, a, 
somebody who know we're not playing no games, but then too, the soft side comes in, me also having a heart and being caring of certain situations. Yeah. Do I always want to be the 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 big green man who's angry all the time? No. Once I get out of that anger stage, you'll see it's a true heart buried under this, under that exterior, whatever the case may be. And that's how we all are. Um, this was a great exercise because what it does is it helps us to to understand um that that criticism is constructive. Right. If you allow it to build, help you build a better you. Right. Right? We we could constructive criticism is 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 good. And we can just look when you look at it from a perspective of if this is going to help build me into something better than as I currently sit, let me hear it out. All right. I might not have to agree with it at that moment, but it could be some takeaways that I could take away from it and say, you know what? I, I agree. I let me work on that. Let me let me let me fine tune that right there. Because right. that's only going to make me a better person for opportunities to present itself later down the line. What, uh, what, we, we could go around, but I want I want to start with with you, Katie, and um, you know, just see what you've learned about yourself. <laughs> why, that, why? that I'm a diva. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not speaking about uh, this particular uh, thing. I'm talking about just learning about yourself through going throughout life. Just learning about yourself going throughout life. What have you learned about yourself and your emotional state? I try to avoid emotional states um, at all times, but. As far as my emotional state, it's very fragile. It's very fragile. So I know that I, in order to stay strong for me, is I have to stay in a state of calmness for me, which puts me in an isolation state, a detachment state. But that's the way I keep my sanity. Right. If that's sanity for me, we can we can stay we can stay there. I, like right. I said, for me, you you we, got to we, find your own way. We we can stay there. You we know, stay there. what um, I'm saying is, it may not be right for anybody else, but for me, isolation. That's what I. That's what I find my peace. I don't stay there, but I go there when I need it. Right, but it's going to take time for you to you know. Let go of some of that that hurt that put you in that place. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a process. We're all process. We're all works in process. Yep. Yeah. What, what's your answer, Ish? I mean, listen. I I feel like everyone has some growing to do, and we can all grow. Um. In any given point in time, the fact that we are able to take in what others think of us and then just being able to process that to get to a space where we're working on those type of things is amazing. So I feel like. But what have you learned in your journey? Yeah. So I feel like by hearing that will help us in our journey. Like 
hearing what other people think. We we necessarily might not be able to gravitate to what what is within us by hearing other people point it out to us and put it out. You know, I feel like I've learned specifically to just open up and be open to what other people are saying in regards to my my downside. So I might not have been able to do that outside of this forum. I might not have been able to listen and open up to hear those things that I lack or those things that I don't necessarily do well. So for me, listening (laughs) was what was the main thing that I have learned. And I think that's important for everyone listening, because if you don't listen and you don't take in, then you are not able to attack what it is that you need to attack. So where where does that come from? Where does that come from, you know, in all of us where somebody says something to you and you automatically take it as an attack? I think it can be environment. I think it can be, you know, how we were raised. I think it could be a lot of different elements that play into that. Um, it can also be us as a guard, you know, just walls and defensive that defenses that we've placed up as well outside of environment and what we've been taught and all of that stuff. I think it could come from a lot of different places and a lot of different levels to that. But the, the, the main thing that is important is just stepping outside of what it is that we know. And I think once we do that, then we're able to, you know, just envelop all of the things that are being said to us and taking it in and taking it to heart. And when we don't do that and when we stay in what we've learned or what we think we know or what we think is it, then that is our detriment. Because if we don't step outside of that, then we can't see anything else. All right. I'm a, I'm, I want you to go now, but I want to just ask these ladies for a quick favor. <laughs> um, ladies, can y'all allow the men some grace? Can y'all allow us to speak? without being judged as far as complaining or whatever word y'all want to use because me per I can't speak for every man but me personally I'm never going to say you're nagging me or you're complaining to me if you're speaking your truth and your feelings I have to be able to take that in and I have to be able to work on the shit that you're telling me how I'm affecting you and I need that space from you as well Go ahead now. You could tell them. Um, tap my head on that. Tap my head on that. Because not every man is like that. Not every man is like that. I'm going to tap my head on that. Like, not every man is like that. You know, there are times when women, you know, want to express themselves. They're just being them. They're just saying X, Y, and Z. And it's attacked every which way, every single day, every fucking waking minute. So, you know... To you and to now, those men who don't do that. I'm going to say this, though, and I'm going to take accountability because I got to take accountability. I can't sit up here and say I'm I'm 100% right. I do shit like that sometimes. I will attack a feeling, right? Right. Because my feelings, not not my feelings, but my my intentions are pure. Mm. My intention and and the reason why I, I, I get so hot-headed or I get so in the moment is because I know my intentions with a person 
comes from a great place. I want us to win. Right. I don't want no. I don't want no beef. I don't want no issue. So when I'm attacking the, when I'm attacking your that opinion that you come with, in a sense, is because it's the it's it's delivered in a way where it's meant to destroy. But and, and if people's, the person and is people's coming... verbiage, though, mm -hmm. people's verbiage when they are communicating certain things is to. I mean, it may not it may not be perceived or meant that way. But the perception right. of the, the way you're delivering it, the way you're saying it. Right, right. Let, let's, stay, let's stay right there. I don't know. We, we have to get past that, how the message is delivered. But then this is the thing. So if you yeah, agree, but right. if you're saying I, I, I'm better in a space here, right? right? I'm better if you call me instead of texting me because I don't know how to do that. Right. Then you got to listen to that person tell you how they, because if, if I say, if I'm allowing you to speak your shit by just giving me a phone call, I don't want to read no text message, no, no right. three hour long text message. That's that's a part of listening. That's a part of listening to how you how you can communicate with your partner or whatever. So that's if, a part I, if I ask for that, give me that. Right. Give me that. Yes. If, let's say we both heated. Hopefully by the end of that, we can come to a common ground because what matters is you at the end of the day. Get past that. Get past th that. That complication, get past that, cause it, you know what I mean. Work past that in the moment, shit, and just say, you know what? We're both heated. We're both, we're both in our feelings. We're both whatever. The common ground of it is, you love me, I love you. Right. We're together for a reason. Let's fucking make it work. Stop taking shots at people. Taking shots, that shit ain't no good. Right. What that's that's not proving nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? Take you know, just just being negative. That ain't help the way. Hold, hold on now, because I don't want to lose this thought. Um, we're we're quick to say, you know, we're quick to defend and say, no, I'm not doing that. But you don't know if you're doing that. To, that's how they feel. That's how they're taking it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you 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 don't know how they feel about what you're doing, or if it's not enough for them. You can't account for that. Oh, we yeah. have to be take. We have to start taking that in. Hard pill, pills to follow when you right. lose what you didn't, what you weren't expecting to lose, mm -hmm. and you and, and you hold yourself accountable in the moment, saying, "I did this. I I needed to. I need to fix this. I need to do this. I needed to do that, and then I need to do this, and 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 be afforded those those areas of." of opportunity to fix what you need to fix. And we both need to fix it. You can't, you can't ask one person to fix something, but you remain the same. Right. Cause mm -hmm. that's not fair to the situation. That's not growth for both parties. Both parties have to be willing to sit, to, to, to understand exactly both plights and fix right. both plights and stop saying, well, I'm not, that's not what I'm doing. Or I don't feel like I'm doing that, so I'm not fixing that. But I, you got to fix your shit. Right. But but that's what I'm saying now. Like, hold that thought right there. So how do you how do you do that if the other person is not trying to hear what the fuck it is that you're trying to say? It's a, it's because a, they feel that it is not in accordance to what right. they they want to hear. Right, like, right. Let's stay right there. Ish. You mm -hmm. got to keep at it. You and you have it. to you have to sometimes you got to pour more love into that person mm -hmm. to get them to understand you know, what you're trying to get them to do or say. Sometimes you have to do more. 
That's that's just what it is. Sometimes you got to do more just because they're not um, taking it in. They're not when being. You see that when you see that, I've learned this. When you see that, you got to just pull back. Cool. All right. Even if the conversation end on a sour note, you got to be the one. Sometimes we you got to be the one to make the phone call. Like yo, you know what? Shit got out of hand. I just want you to know I love you. Mm. Because that that hopefully drills in their mind that this ain't that this ain't detrimental to the point where I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to stop telling you I love you. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to not be here for you because we have a disagreement. Right. I'm not going to deviate from us because of our impacts. I love you. It resets or re it lets us go to our neutral corners and see it and come back another time and be like, all right, it is what it is. I heard what you said last night. Right. I heard what you said earlier today. Right. I'm willing to work on this. I'm willing to work on that. I can see this. I can see that. Or, you know, we can fix it. Yeah. And, but that's and, that's the key word. Right. Hearing. Right. And listening. Now you Some run people don't do that. Going to run into situations where the person just can't listen. The person right. wants to hear what they want to hear, and you still got to be true to you. This is the yeah. like, the whole the whole premise of everything that we do mm -hmm. has to be a thing of being true to yourself. You can only do what you can do. You can only do what you can do and what you're willing to do. If you're willing to do it, you're going to do it. If you're not, you're not going to do it. And all of us are imperfect people, so we have to be receptive to the bad shit that we do as well. What the fuck? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. We'll, we'll sit here and defend the bad shit that we do just because we don't want to take accountability for it. Right. Yeah, like, that's important. Mm -hmm. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, what did you want to say that you had learned, you know, throughout your journey, you know, as far as you, your emotional state? As I say every every week on the show, emotional intelligence. It's not something that we um that we learn in in, in schooling or you know, it's it's not something that we we, we put much stock into until we have to. And emotional intelligence um, plays a part, understanding our own emotions, being able to communicate in, in effectively with that, effectively and efficiently with that, but also being able to understand that there's other tangible sources that have emotions as well. Okay. And how to understand them intelligently. Because mm -hmm. right? intelligence means you're, you're listening to understand mm -hmm. you're not listening just to throw shit back at them you're yeah. listening with the intent of i want to hear them i want to understand them and i want to try to figure it out mm -hmm. it may not happen in that that moment right there but you're maturely trying to tackle that all right and i just i just want to wrap this up by saying um it's important to not only listen to understand it's important to not only, you know, communicate as y'all love to say y'all y'all want to communicate, but y'all don't always communicate on the right things. It's important to communicate and it's important to teach your partner how you need to be treated. 
because they might not know that every little kid every like as a little kid nobody taught me to open up doors or to buy flowers or none of these things these are things that i learned on my own so you can't automatically assume that people just know shit because they okay. fucking know right <laughs> you have to teach them right so you have to teach the people the things that are important to you the things that you like and all mm -hmm. things of that nature they write and, and one other aspect of that as well is if you have a love interest or a person that you're in love with or in in that process of stop looking at everything as a detriment and look at it as this is what's going to help us grow Thanks. stop looking at everything as somebody is trying to change us or somebody is trying to tear me down and look at it as maybe this will help us Thanks. maybe this will take us to the next level maybe i can maybe i can internalize some of these things not move accordingly but figure it out at some point Thanks. or to get to the root of why they are saying these things or what brought them to that conclusion it's a lot of things that goes into communication. Communication ain't just spewing your opinion or saying your shit and just and and, and it'd be that. Communication is saying and hearing. Hearing with the understanding of you are trying to understand exactly what they're saying and put into play the issues of or of what's going on. All right, Katie, it's on you. What's up? What's up with dog? How you doing, dog? Hey. Okay. I'm sorry about that, y'all. I had it on mute. Um, you know, um, when when you get things told to you, um, as a person who do not hold on to emotion, as a person who reject emotion, even, um, a lot of times it will appear as if I'm not listening, but I hear. Um, I, I do hear. And also, um, as far as me, I can only say, speak for myself. When I take things in a personal manner, um, I'm a person who has a, a deep feel of vibe, who, who go by vibes. And I'm not going to say that those vibes are always right. But as a if I feel just feel like the vibe is wrong. I'm one that's going to approach just to try to get it right. Sometimes, like I say, I will take it personal. <clears throat> and um, I do thank you guys for alerting me of that. And I would be more conscious with you guys of taking things personally. But I was listening tonight, but I was enthralled in something because I was um, studying about my next guest who I am so so excited about having on tonight. In fact, he and I have been going all back and forth all day long, all day long. And I thought I wasn't going to get him on here. And I was biting my nails, even though y'all couldn't see me. But my next guest, Mr. John De La Puente, and I hope he would correct me if that is wrong. First and foremost, this is God-fearing man which shows his which shows in his persistence in what he has become today. John was once homeless and he founded a, a homeless voice project. Uh, what's going on? T I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Katie. Oh, okay. Um John John was once homeless 
and he funded a um a, a project called the homeless voice plus youth an organization dedicated to giving back to the homeless and uses the use the platform to help them voice their stories and bring light to the broken shelter across the usa fast forward he is now a sag after algebra award-winning lead actor who is currently appearing appearing in a national and international feature film called Second Chance, written, directed, and produced by Mr. Cleon A. James. John embodies the role of Alpha, co-starring to international reggae artist and actor Spracker Benz and international award-winning actress Melissa Determined. Movies to date and films to date are American Girl, where he plays Joe, a cameo in Cree 3, and can currently be seen on the new Apple TV series, The Big Door Prize, as Josh. Now, let me tell y'all a little personal something about Josh. Josh came by way of a show called uh, We Were Famine together, John and I. Um, I've known John for about four years now. And John and I both were on this show and we were both playing background teachers. So this particular day, the um, director came up and said, today, um, I'm not sure the exact words, John, but we knew that it was gonna be somebody's lucky day that yeah. they got a speaking role. Absolutely. Now, mind you, y'all guess who was in line? The two you see on the screen right now. They were about to pick me, and they went. And John just has this air about him. This hat that you see, he always stand out, and he has this air about him. John just stood there, and they went right on over KD's head. And went. but you know what? John and I have worked together for so long, and um, we know each other's struggles. And just that day, I don't know if John remembered this. He and I were taking a break together. And he had said to me, he said, you know, this is getting old. This is getting tired. He's saying, um, I got two kids. He said, if I don't make it soon, he said, I'm going back. I'm just going to give it all up. And I said, John, don't do not do that. I said, you don't came too far. Right. And I'd be dang if that same day he didn't get that speaking role, which is why I was not at all disappointed i was not at all mad john welcome to karen's corner uncensored minds brother i am so proud of you and all that you have accomplished all that you are accomplishing so the floor my brother is yours please tell us more about mr john de la puente first of all let me know if i pronounce that correctly you absolutely did. And thank you so much for that amazing, amazing introduction. I mean, I don't know how to just follow up with that, right? Um, it's, <laughs> you know, and I'm glad that you remember because I was actually wearing the same hat when I got picked for that role. I thought they had looked familiar. I thought yeah. it did. Yeah, so it's it's funny that you say, I, I do remember taking that break. And I, I do remember you telling me that because I'm like, listen, like I said exactly what you said. Like I, this, this game too old for me. Mm -hmm. Not saying too good to be doing background work because I, I still do that every once in a while. I mean, Spun is great. Learn a lot while you want to set. 
but it's time to level up. When you get to a certain level and you know you can get to the next level, you got to go for it. And, you know, you reminded me of that that day. And, you know, mm-hmm. got him. that same day I got, you know, got paid for that for that speaking role. That's <laughs> so they, right. And it's been uphill ever since. Yes, yes. Thank God. Thank God for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, tell us, John, um, I, I watched the movie Second Chance when I first saw it on your Instagram. I watched it because, like I say, you know, um, I forget exactly where we started at together, but I know that you and I have been background um, together for quite a few years. Right. Um, we both have the same fight in us. Um, we don't be trying to be in competition, but we always find ourselves in competition. Absolutely. I know that you had this cameo on Creed, um, and I know that because I was right behind you before they kicked me off for having COVID, and I was so um, I, I was so elated that you were able to sit right there with the man himself, Michael B. Well, two down from Michael B. Jordan, but um, you were right there in the midst of everything. You had a bird's eye view at everything. How was that experience to be right there on Creed 3? I mean, before, you know, your departure from the project at the time, um, you already know, just watching Michael B. Jordan work, not only as a director, but also as an actor, that was, to me, was very inspiring. Just the mm-hmm. way that he was, right? So, um, I mean, being in that whole set when he asked me to come to the front and be in the scene with him and Tessa, you know, his wife in the movie, um, and then his little his little daughter. Um, yeah, that was that was exciting. I mean, come on, you know, the man himself talking to you, and he's just like, okay, I'm like, all right, thank you, King. I appreciate the opportunity, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, it was it was great. It was great. But you know, you don't think about the moment in itself, right? Because you never know how it is. A lot of times, right. but and you know how that goes with the editing and stuff like that. So you kind of keep your mouth shut until it comes out. And then uh, I wasn't even thinking about it or even paying attention to it until I see people just sending me messages. Like, oh, I just seen you on Creed and da 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 um, mm-hmm. It was pretty exciting. Well, you know, um, working with you, um, I know that you are one who do stay focused. And like you say, even in background, you, um, you know, sometimes you're up against a thousand people or more, you know, so you have to be, um, you have to be able to stand out. And right. I, I know that you have always been one that is able to stand out. And um, you and I both know that um, it's a great honor to be a feature background because that means that out of all of those faces, out of all of those people, out of all of that background talent, yours has been spotted by right. the producer, which puts you up close, you know, up close in front, you know, which is why you were able to be, you know, picked out. And I was able to like be in competition with you because we were right there up front and close with the director. So with you being up front and close with the directors, you know, in those movies and Creed and a numerous other, you know, um, films, that has landed to you to have your own role in a film, um, independent film, which I had the pleasure of watching and enjoyed, called Second Chance, now showing on Tubi. Yes. Tell me 
about and those who have not watched it um i'm not gonna ruin anything for you because i will tell you you will enjoy the movie immensely but tell us a little bit about alpha without giving away the whole movie right first and foremost let me just say this had you not left the production i'm sure they would have picked you because i'm gonna say this you know getting picked to be a feature yes there's an art and a science to it. And you and I had a conversation, you know, before this, early on today. Uh, was it yes? I'm not sure. But, you know, we was talking about how, how to be able to stand out. And number mm -hmm. one, what talked about was like, be professional at all times. Don't engage yourself in these little groups and these little cliques where you're just gossiping and talking about the food and talking about this PA and talking about this. Don't do none of that. Just stay to right. yourself because your light is always going to shine, right? Mm -hmm. So pay attention while you're on set and listen to what they're saying and just position yourself to be in that in that place where they can see you and they know how you are and they see your light and they feel your energy and guess what the magic happens when they pick you to be a feature right mm -hmm. you know we talked about that so that's one of the things that i, I would say that um can help people get there and when they're on set doing background just mm -hmm. be professional your energy and light will shine eventually. Always um, be professional. Always. Thank you to you for supporting the film and having it, you know, looking at it on Tubi, which is for free. You don't have to pay for this, so get the popcorn. It's a very family-oriented type of film, even though there's a little bit of gunplay because of my character, Alpha. Um, you know, he's pow, pow, pow. Um, That's right. <laughs> yeah, that, you know what? When, when I saw you playing that part, I'm like, um, oh my god, they got John playing a bad man. I can't believe it. So, but I just had to separate the character from the person that I right. know, right? You know, so let me, I don't know, you know, me playing that character Alpha in the movie Second Chance. Um, I know you already kind of gave me your, your, you know, your opinion on it. Um, but tell the viewers what, what you thought of it because you know, you're trying to separate the person that you know, right? This mm -hmm. guy, right? versus the character that I was playing on this movie role. Right. Um, Alpha, oh my God, he was one of those type of guys, ladies, he's one of those guys that you want, he's a thug a thug, number one, um, a boss, but yet he's got that rough edge to him where you hate him because of um, the way he treat women. You know right. what I'm saying? It's, it's one he's, of those types. He's very narcissistic. Very, very and narcissistic. It's about it's his money. His loyalty is to his money. Doesn't matter who. Mm -hmm. or it mm -hmm. doesn't. Loyalty is money. Period. That's it. And like, like I say, it was hard for me to picture you like that. But that's exactly what it is. Yet he captured. He he lures you in um, because he shows a certain amount of loyalty. To the people around him to a certain extent right but then like i said i'm not going to show a whole i'm not going to tell a whole lot because you do need to go and watch the film but um ultimately that's basically what it is he's lawyer to the money plain yeah. and simple lawyer to the money um how was it working with spragger you know i i didn't know him i was thinking he was your brother and then when i text you and asked you who you know about that you told me who it was um I looked him up, and he's he's quite a name. He's quite yeah. a name. 
for, for yeah. the reggae population, those that enjoy reggae music, then you probably are familiar with um, Spragger. Um, how was it filming alongside him? And yeah. how did you get the role? Yeah, Spragger, how did I get the role? Uh-huh. Um, somebody that knows that I was pursuing this acting career saw a mm -hmm. post about the film, and okay. I had no had no idea about it. I wasn't friends with the people on social media that posted it. Um, mm -hmm. So they asked me, it's like, hey, try out for this. And, um, okay. you know, I'm hungry. I just came to Atlanta, right? So I'm like, okay, let me let me go ahead and you know, check it out. So I submitted mm -hmm. myself. You know, the rest is history, you know? All right. Uh, but working with Spraga, I mean, I grew up, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. So I grew up watching Spraga. You know, New York, Brooklyn, all we listen to is reggae, of course, with other kinds of music, but I grew up listening to reggae a lot. So yeah. working with and he had a uh, he has a movie that's a co classic called Shatters, right? Um, where he played, of course, his younger self back then. And um, so I already I grew up knowing him. So then to be in the same room with him, um, it was kind of surreal, right? Because um, the person that I remember from that movie Shatters, it was totally different from the person in this movie. It's like you know he did a three sixty. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was it was great. It was great. I mean, very humble guy, very um, spirit filled. Right. And um, <laughs> cool dude. All right. Well, um, I know that you have many, many other talents because, um, like I say, I know you tell us about um, one of the arts that you're thinking about stepping out on that you're actually in the process of doing because you're also an author. For those that don't know, he is also an author, and I'm going to share um, this link with you that he is gifting each and every one in the audience a copy of his book tonight, and we thank you for that. Um, I thank you for that. And um, so tell tell us more about your plan. What's that? Tell us more about your plans to write more projects in the future and how extensive are you going to go with those projects? Right. Well, as far as I'm going to go with it, only God knows that. Right. But I want to mm -hmm. take it as far as I possibly can. You know, I'm, I'm walking in my purpose on purpose for a purpose. Right. So yeah, one of my gifts is definitely writing. Um, for me doing acting, I love acting. I love being in front of the camera. Um, but also I'm also passionate about my other gift, which is, which is writing and being behind the scenes. Um, you know, creating, writing, producing, and directing. So that's the next lane that I'm stepping into. You know, um, right now I got a couple of projects that are in development. There's, you know, they're being looked at. So soon you'll 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 see some of those things. Cause, you know, I definitely want you to be part of it. And um, so that's where I'm at with that. No, you know? I told you already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at with. So you know, in life, this is how I see life. It's like everything in in this world is meant to grow, right? You plant a seed, mm -hmm. it grows, and grows into a flower. Um, we as human beings, we come from this egg that turns into a fetus and then, you know, a child is born and then here we are, right? We're mm -hmm. always, and that's the thing that we have to understand is that no matter where you are in life, you always have to think there's going to be a next level for you because you have to grow, not only spiritually, mentally, but physically as well, right? Um, right. So that's going to be the next level. Of course, I'm still going to be acting because that's my passion as well. Nevertheless, in order for me to level up and go to the next level, and be able to create content that I want to see out there, created by my, you know, me and my team, um, then that's what I need to do. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm looking forward to it. Putting on the, uh, the director's hat. <laughs> now, the part, and this is my last question for the night. The mm. part, the, hi, Ebony. Um, the one picture, the one TV series that is now out, the brand new TV series on Apple um, called The Big Door Prize. This one is what made you sag after, and that is every, every um, strive, thriving actor or actress um, goal is to become sag after. Mm -hmm. So tell me, how does it feel to finally have it? How does it feel to have a role that is reoccurring and they be calling you on it? By the way, you need to tell them to go on and reach back out to me again. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel to finally have gotten that one role? Because you were ready to quit that day, John. I'm not lying. So I knew that it was meant for you yeah. because you were ready to quit that very day that you got that role. It is so ironic that you and I were standing out there and you were saying, man, this is it. If I don't, if something don't happen, I got two, my, my two kids. I'm, I'm hanging my hat. I'm leaving Atlanta. I'm going back to New York. Yeah, yeah. But that day changed everything. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, that's when you know that you're walking in your purpose, right? Because guess what? I actually, what I said to you, that's not how I speak. Right? What mm -hmm. I mean, I don't speak things like that where I'm almost saying that I'm quitting or I'm defeating, right? I'm defeating myself. Mm -hmm. So shortly after that, I literally went and found me a little quiet place outside and I prayed. I literally mm -hmm. prayed and I asked forgiveness. Forgive me for now allowing you to do, continue to direct my steps. Forgive me for even saying those things out of my mouth because I know I'm here for a purpose. So quitting is not an option, even though my flesh, right? Mm -hmm. That's what my saying. Like, I got to make something happen. But that's just me. That's just my hustle in my mind. Like, yo, I got, I got to get this. I got to get, you know what I mean? It was right. one of those. But once I, once I prayed about it, and then again, like you said, they asked all of us that were playing teachers to come out because they had a surprise for us, which was getting a line on the show. Mm -hmm. And then fishing us, um, I was like, that was confirmation for me. Okay, I got to stick around a little bit longer in Atlanta because That's this right. planted me. And this is where he wants me to continue to, you know, get that harvest that he has for me, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, here we are. And when they had us each um, to say the role, what what was that role um, that the, the you line. had to say? You go dusty, yeah. yeah. The one line. Hey, that's a great looking scooter you got there, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> they they had us each to say that. I think it was about four or five of us, maybe. It was seven. And, um, they went because you and I was at the beginning of the line. I never forget. And they went all the way down the line. Then they came back up and they um asked you to do it again. And then they asked me to do it again. Then they was like, okay, we're gonna give it to John. <laughs> I'm like, God dang it, John, you stole my part. But I was so happy for you. I really not once did I feel any remorse because I know that you deserve that role. I, listen, I appreciate that because I saw some other people that auditioned with us on the spot, kind of give me the side eye, bro. I don't, I can't worry about that. You know what I mean? That's I don't, right. I don't, That's right. So That's if right. you think 
Remember what I remember, but remember what I did. Like the third time, the second time around, right? Um, I'm listening to how everybody else is saying their lines. And <laughs> you, a lot of the people were very monotone. It, everybody sounded exactly the same. I was able, and you was able too, to give different variations of that one line. Hey, that's a great looking shooter you got there. So mm -hmm. we was able to put some, put your own character into it. And that's it. So the thing is, it's being prepared because you never know when you're going to get that one chance. So for me, I had to kind of like do self-talk real quick because I'm like, this is it. I have this one shot. I got this one chance to just be me. So I asked God, I said a silent prayer. I'm like, God, allow me to be me in this moment. Allow me to, the words that I speak out of my mouth, allow the director who's in front of me auditioning me to hear and not only hear me, but see me, but see and, me. And, and that's what I did. But I don't know if you remember this. The other thing that I did was, remember when we were saying the lines, I had my hat on, okay? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I took my hat off after I said my line, I took off my hat and I was like, hey, I can say my lines too without my hat. Oh and yeah, you sure did. You sure, I'm, I'm like, dang boy, John is coming hard because because they, they were trying to decide at that time and you went, Hey, I can take my hat off too. And as soon yeah. as you said that, it seemed like they said, "Okay, John." I'm like, "God dang, he went hard for this bit." <laughs> I would just be myself. You yeah, know? you you sure did. You took your hat off and told him that you could do it without the hat. Well, John, yeah. um, people, I put John's. Um, I, I thought I did anyway. I didn't go through. Um, his Instagram is going to be in the comments. Y'all go and follow him and then go and please um dm him and he will give you a free copy of his book and what's the name of the book again john yeah, so this particular book is called 101 ways to motivation and success in one hour 101 ways to motivation and success in one hour it's a very motivational um inspirational type of book and i just give you some short stories and give you some quotes here and there and You'll see, but type in motivation. When you come check me on Instagram, on my DM, just type the word motivation and automatically you're gonna get a link sent to you where you're gonna be able to download the uh, the free ebook. Right, okay. Now I keep sending it through. I don't know how, it's not coming up, um, but I put it in the comments, um, but his, um, his IG is John De La Puento what what see right there official page that yeah. is john j-h-o-n-n de la puente official page um like i said i, I know it's going through I, I don't know why it's not going through but i'm putting it in the comments and i will ask my co-host if they can run it up on the bottom for you but thank you so much thank you so much there it is Thank you so much for um, blessing us with being a guest right here on Uncensored Mind, Karen's Corner. And again, guys, go and watch Second Chance. And um, I want to see if my co-host would like to come out and greet you. And if they have yeah. any questions, this is T. And uh, we have Nail and Issue are backstage. How you doing? Hello. Hello. Welcome. And thank you so much. I thank that you guys. Great. For
It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure, man. Yeah, I want to I want to say um thank you for coming on and and can you tell us the name of the project that she's speaking about that's on Tubi and what other projects that you've been in so people yeah. can yeah. check you out. Yeah. The one that's currently right now on Tubi, I have I have two three on Tubi actually. Well, two, two. The other one doesn't really count. Um, cuz I don't have any lines in there. But the one that uh, Karen's talking about is called Second Chance. Okay. Um and that one's playing on Tubi right now. Of course, you know, to be free, you can download for free, so you don't have to pay for it at all. Um, there's no profanity in the film itself. There is some mild violence, some gunplay with, you know, my character and the people that I associate with. Oh, you ain't got to worry about that. We love violence over here. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Now we love violence, yeah. You know, listen, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, so I know what's up, but I'm just putting it out there for people to know that, hey, it's a family. It can be a family film, right? People can come there and watch it without any problems, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Kids and grandma can watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the other one that Karen's talking about is uh, is on Apple TV. Just came out called the um, the Big Door Prize. So in that one, you know, I have a line and I have have a recurring role that's going to be coming up in other episodes as well. Nice. Anybody got questions? And in the Big Door Prize, y'all will see. Oh, girl! All I, right, I Katie. Line, but yes. I did get a feature background, so. You were sure just before John. I got I got yeah. a quick question. Um, what would be your dream role? My dream role would be a role that I can encompass all of my gifts and people will be able to see that through that gift, through that performance. Okay. Uh, questions, what's up? Anybody got questions in the chat? So to date, like just piggybacking off a little bit off of what he asked, to date, what has been your most um let's just say most exciting and fun role for you that you have played thus far yeah it'll be that movie uh second chance it would be second chance okay only because um you know with that role i really have to go in deep um let me just say this the character that i'm playing in that movie is something it's a character that's is in all of us right and sometimes we choose to put those that character behind right Growing up in New York, grew up rough in the streets. I had to bring some of that into it, even though I've been removed from that in a sense, right? So I had to go back into that. And I think that's why my performance in that movie was very authentic because I was able to tap into that. Yeah. But that, it was fun because it was like the total opposite of who I am right now. But it's in me, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, all right. I, I just want to ask you um, I need to know your age bracket before I ask you this question. Yeah, I just turned 50 this past July, so I'm going to be 51 coming up this July. All right, so I, I, I don't know if you can answer this uh, biasly because um, I think you were you said you was in the Creed movie. So I've seen some people saying that the Creed 3 movie or the Creed movies are better than Rocky. What's your take? All right, so I'm a fan of Rocky, always have been. I grew up on Rocky. Right. So I would say that with Creed, I like where it's going. So... Like, give me about three or four more Creed movies, and then then I can answer that question. But right now, I got to rock with Rocky. Yeah, I got to rock with Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> and we grew up on that, man. You know what I mean? Facts. Like, <laughs> Facts. Um, Ebony has a question, Katie. Creed without a Rocky. Facts. Eb okay, we have a question. This is from my bestie, Ebony. She wants to know, can you tell us how you overcame being homeless? Yeah. Faith. Just having faith and not only having faith, but also 
having a plan, right? Um, it was one of those things where I was homeless during that time because I started a business, right? So I chose, I made a decision to sleep out of my van at that time instead of me paying $1,600 rent for a small little apartment in New York City, right? So that's something that I chose to do. Why? Because I had a startup. And within that startup, I knew I had to, I had to save money, right? It was money that I could dump into my business. So knowing the plan, um, taking action on the plan to get there was got, was what got me out of that, right? Because I know this is only short-term. It's not long-term. So that's basically how, how I got out of it, just having faith and also putting the plan to action. That's all it is. It's having that, that mindset. It's not about bad. It's about where you're going. That's right. And your two kids. Um, I'm, I'm quite sure that it was an inspiration of wanting to be better for, for your two kids because you spoke so highly of them that day, um, you know, that that you really wanted to make it for them, you know, Absolutely. and I really admire you for doing, for saying that. Yeah, yeah. They're the ones that gave me their blessings. Like, you know, they always knew that I always wanted to do, to do acting. Um, so when I asked them about it, you know, they told me, Dad, like, yeah, we definitely, you got our blessings. Like, we know that whatever you put your mind to, you're going to do. And I told them. Well, I left, I told them, don't worry about it. Like before long, you're going to see your dad on the big screen. And mm -hmm. sure and behold, a year and a half later, they see me on the big screen when we actually doing a premiere in New York, in Brooklyn, and one of the what? movies go to the movies at. So that for me right there was just like, come on, man. It's so, only God, yo. Only God. <laughs> only God. Only God. Well, again, I thank you for coming on and um, accepting my invitation to come on because I, you know, I, I still see my friends. I haven't been on camera in a long time, but I'm going to hold you to being on maybe, you know, the next project that you do, because I do miss it, you know, but I also know the persistence that it takes, the fight that it takes, and I'm so proud of all that you are doing, so proud to see you on the big screen, and you keep on going, my brother, support mm -hmm. all the way, so y'all go on Instagram, Follow John and also direct message him for your free copy of his book. So thank you, John, for joining us. Thank you, guys. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right, John, have a good one. Yes, right, man. Thank you. What's up, Noah? What's the word? Been going to 60 seconds. <laughs> no, before we get into going to 60 seconds, man, I want to say um, not only shout out to the LSU women for winning the chip, but Thanks. shout out to uh, Brittany Holmes, who was singing the national anthem at the game tonight. I've known her for a long time. I remember when she was just sending me songs to check out, and she's doing big things now. So nice. shout out to Brittany. Shout out. Nice. It's always, always great when you see somebody, especially that you know, like that is dope. You know what I mean? Just to see people's pro progress. I love it. Shout mm -hmm. out to Brittany. Shout out Brilliant. to John. Go ahead now. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so my little part. I'm I'm again I'm under the weather. So excuse me for not being my my little self. Um, but as she said, let's shout out to um, as we transition from March, which was women's, which was Women's Month, into April. 
which is again Autism um, Acceptance Month. Let's give a big, big shout out to the LSU Tigers, the LSU women's basketball team pulled off um, a major um, feat tonight beating the Iowa um, State Buckeyes for not Iowa State, Iowa um, Hawks for the national championship in the women's basketball tournament. So shout out to the LSU Tigers women's team for, for doing that. Shout out to the to the to the young lady um that hails from Baltimore, Maryland. She took home the um national championship um most viable player award. This young lady um has been doing some amazing, some amazing, some amazing things. Um Angel Reese is her name. Angel Reese, what's up, Angel? Up, Angel, and a lot of controversy tonight. Um, after a gesture that she um, made to, um, to Caitlin Clark with the um, the hand and the face pointing to the ring. Um, within competition, ain't nothing friendly when you competing. So let no, them- no, no. You have to say if you serve it up, you got to be able to eat it as well. That's a, that's a, absolutely right. Um, and a little backstory on that is Caitlin Clark. Actually, um, did that uh, time before, and she did that in her face, and this was um Angel's get back to her in the waning moments of the national championship game, saying, "Hey, you know, what I mean, I, we're on top of disrespect, so that is what it is." So, shout outs to the LSU Tigers for pulling it off. Tomorrow night, we got the men's national um NCAA um tournament game between San Diego State and UConn. This will determine the men's um, championship. UConn is heavily favored in this game, so um, we'll see who pulls out the win tomorrow. Um, with that, that's our sports right there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Shout-outs to our um, amazing, amazing, amazing comment section, which is you. We definitely appreciate you coming coming with us every Sunday night for this journey that we call Uncensored Minds. This is episode one twenty five. Shout out to John for coming on this evening um, and sharing his story, which was a story of inspiration, a story of triumph, and a, and a story of faith and how you and how stick towardness um, and being aware of your goals will get you to your destination. You never self. So, he never gave up on his dreams. He never gave up on his goals. And it translated into him being able to have a movie premiere in his city, the city where he was homeless for, for some time, only to now bring forth his gift to the big screen and for those to experience it um, and enjoy it the way he wants us to too. So continue blessings to John and all of his family as he continues to go on um, and do big, big, big things. Um, shout outs to um, everybody out there that's, um, you know, I mean, hopefully y'all having a beautiful week coming up. Um, we know people got some challenges that they're facing. Um, thank you prayer for uh, my father. Had a little setback this week, but um, with God's grace, he is um, going to make, going to pull through. He's a fighter. Um, so all we could do is just leave it in God's hands and, you know, come out on the other side of positive. I know he shares the same sentiments as we continue to, you know, I mean, be there for our parents and um, make sure they get back on the um, right side of health. 
I know I want to say uh, we both appreciate everybody's kind words, everybody's checking in on us and just making sure that we cool. Um, somebody who is a part of our um, Uncensored Minds family plays the background a lot, but still needs our prayers um, is Crystal. Um, you know what I mean? She's dealing with some family issues herself. Um, you know what I mean? So not to put anybody's business out there, just put the prayers up as you possibly can. So, mm -hmm. I mean, Crystal is a part of our Uncensored Minds family, and regardless if you're in the forefront or you're playing the background, you know, prayers go either go both ways. So, you know, what I mean, you have our prayers as you navigate through your family's um, times as well. Um, that's it, people. Catch us every catch us this Wednesday for a great show. We got the Force and Four, uh, which is Zach, Chris, T, and myself with another Telemade Kicks um, episode, Final Four, Face Off. It's going to be a dope show. This show is going to be one of them shows that's going to be like, okay, your sneaker collection is kind of extensive. We always send y'all show Nikes and Jordans, but this is going to make us dig in the crates a little bit. So make sure y'all catch us this Wednesday at 8 p.m. Telemade Kicks is going to be an awesome, awesome show, I guarantee you. Then you got on the flip side of that, the next day, which is Game 7, which is the big homie himself, T, and Mike, um, they, they, they bring forth that basketball energy that we need. Um, it's a great watch. These two go back and forth with each other. It's comical. It's hilarious. And it's fun at the same time. Maybe four days later, a couple days later, you got us. Uncensored Minds, KD, Ish, T, and myself bringing you the shit. <laughs> the shenanigans. <laughs> Love. Can't possibly bring to you. Thank you again for bearing with our pros. And also our cons. We, we appreciate y'all for loving us no matter what we give y'all, how we present ourselves. You know what I mean? We always are, are, are what, what do they call it? A, a, just a work in progress. Work in progress. A work in progress. Um, we thank y'all for, for not abandoning us when, you know what I mean, when we're not, <laughs> we not always tasting good. You know what I mean? All thoughts in the trash one well, tastes good. Y'all, y'all come back for seconds, so we appreciate that. Um, thank you to everybody out there. We appreciate y'all continue to keep sending in your, your topics, keep continue to, to, to like and share the um the, the video, continue to go on the Facebook page and put your comments in there. We appreciate everything. Continue to keep hitting T up and ordering that uncensored minds merch. Shout out to Janine. I seen you with an uncensored minds t shirt today that 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 rivaled all of ours. Color combination on that was dope. You want to be like Janine? Nah. If you want to be like yourself and have your own swag, hit us up. We got it for you. Uncensored Minds T. I mean, Uncensored Minds merchandise is all over. I, I think we about to back something out real crazy for the spring summer. So I'm like, y'all think the t-shirts is popping? I got the tank tops. Y'all got the y'all got. It. We I'm about to, we about to hit y'all hard with some shit. And then we got the Uncensored Minds top fans. I'm sure we got a video. Coming on for y'all real soon. We just worked on something this Thursday that's gonna make y'all think. It's gonna have y'all <laughs> look at me. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. Everybody have a wonderful week. Please do. Please have a wonderful week. An amazing week. Tap into that positive energy. Let us tap into that positive energy, please. Um, the audio streams on Tuesday for everybody who can't, you know, always watch the whole video on YouTube or yes. the live. The audio streams are available every Tuesday. The new yeah. episode drops. 
on all streaming platforms. Peace. You got panties for y'all too. Uh, panties and memberships. Don't forget I got memberships, memberships toys. I thought you were about to say you got panties. Each I was about to say, whoa, e. <laughs> I got I got vibrating panties. So I mean, you know, let's get into it. Some people need to vibrate the shit out because <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I do got vibrating panties, ladies. Let's go. Let's go. Make sure everybody have a good, 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 great week. Positive energy, good vibes only. Let's go. We out. We out. We out. Bye. <laughs> Bye.